Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, a man's a Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, let's have a show today. Excited. Excitement time, because we got football coming up in a few days. College football, week zero. We got Pirate football next week. We are eight days away from the Pirate Radio football kickoff party, ten days away on the David price construction countdown to kickoff from ecu and michigan and we are live on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington you can find us on 1250 930 online pr927 fm.com and watch the show on facebook live and youtube and we love to hear from the chat family so what's on your mind today what are you looking forward to it's look it's not a great slate but the more i'm talking to wager mcgee the more i'm talking to jeff nadu uh, the coach mac discussion yesterday i'm starting to get more excited for some of these games like i'm legitimately excited to watch ohio and san diego state i am fired up for late night fiu louisiana tech putting up 80 points on the board so uh, i'm getting excited about these games how about yourself are you you kind of waiting forget football this weekend let's uh focus on a week one when ecu takes on michigan tell us in the chat on facebook live and the tube of you all right coming up on today's show we got our wednesday lineup of ken watlington wnct channel nine was able to see ken doing his work on friday night on touchdown friday We'll talk a little high school football. We'll talk some college football, NFL, and I know he'll want to talk about the Braves. We'll uh, take a look at the MLB playoff race. Also have Wager McGee joining us, the long-winded Wager McGee. We'll see if we can get through every Week Zero game, see what he likes coming up this Saturday. And Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector will join us as we will dive heavy into ECU football. Got a full cut sheet today. Mike Houston. Donnie Kirkpatrick, Blake Harrell, and I have a question too. Are the ECU football coaches too focused on the commanders right now? I'll explain in a moment. A lot of commanders talk yesterday during the football press conferences. A little too much, in my opinion, but uh, we'll get to that in a moment as well. Good to see Shirley Rhodes back. Hello, Shirley. Hello, Clip sorry that sounded ugly you no, mad at me i just was <laughs> hello you sounded well, first like of all, seinfeld my... saying hello to newman okay hold on <laughs> my my headphones came undone here okay so now i can hear you all right all right what are was we that good again? are we okay yeah yeah okay just good. making sure that the hello was very contentious no right. i was just hello clip oh that's better all right welcome back good <laughs> to see you. you good to be back um chandler did a good job yesterday although we had an issue at the very start of the show Uh-oh. but got what it happened? out of the way 
it was kind of like holden's fumbled snap and after that he looked awesome okay perfect chandler had uh commercials running during the show during the open but we were able to figure it out and uh get it taken care of and then flawless the rest of the way joey what's up clip you never know how much you miss something until it's gone and uh i've missed you good to see you i missed you too yesterday was uh, a lot of work yeah i didn't want to do this is work that i enjoy if you enjoy it it ain't work it ain't work and that brings us to the former long snapper chandler honeycutt hello chandler happy hump day clipper h h d to you my friend yes sir halfway through the week uh eric said ellerby did a good job yesterday yes he's had some experience doing this yeah many many years of experience (laughs) i would say so uh we got skip in the house we got eric in the house eric uh says glory hole thanks i want me some glory hole way to just go ahead and take this show down the gutter me some glory and there it was right there smack dab i can't tell you how many times in my life life. when i have had it handed Handed to you in a lot of different ways yes sir i went back to work got Uh up on monday morning and what happened it was Uh glory hole glory hole right there in the middle of it she said resiliency (laughs) (laughs) oh boy all right uh but surely i do want to explain what happened just so you'll know um yesterday um the open did why, not trigger why are you doing this on there and i double clicked it and pressed the space bar why are you talking about this? and the commercials kept running oh so yeah that's 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 not good we got it fixed we're fine I, I like the listeners to know like what goes on behind the scenes sometimes i do too i like pulling back the curtain yeah. was right. it was it in manual mode is that why See, here we go. you know what here's my answer hell if i know yeah. <laughs> hell okay, if that's, I know. Fair. that's fair jamie that's fair. says who in your opinion is the most famous ecu alum even if they didn't graduate vince mcmahon i got an answer sandra bullock you think sandra bullock's more famous than vince mcmahon no i just said no I mean, it's a uh, the legit. most it comes famous wealth yeah mcmahon oh, when well, it comes no. to famous sandra bullock you think sandra bullock is more recognized than vince mcmahon i i i, I, I could get on board i with guess it, i guess it depends i guess eyes, it depends yes. on what circles you go you you run yeah, in i guess I guess it really does depend we're right? running in the world Just circle all, here. All world circle, everybody in the world was polled sandra bullock do you know this person do you know this person which one gets more yes i I'd, I'd go sandra bullock sandy sandy being in the uh spotlight in the past couple of weeks isn't that michael negative. orr's fake mom run the dang ball in, in the movie i never watched that movie there's supposed to be you a never movie seen the about her side? no i knew something was phony okay. and fake with that crap oh my god right, you so... cannot be serious uh, i am john McEnroe. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i've always because there's i been, am serious there, don't call me shirley there's you're shirley there's <laughs> been so many times where i'll say i haven't seen such and such so many times and in my life so many times, <laughs> and there it was and there right was. smack dab in the middle of it blind side um but there's been so many times where i have not seen like a movie and people are like you haven't seen that movie okay so the I'm blind fine. side is not one of those movies chandler i hate to tell you i'm talking like godfather goodfellas those kinds of movies like the blind side is not one of those movies the blind side was a very popular movie though fine okay no, i will never watch it and, and that's fine i'm not gonna like you act like 
You but are. Just, but just the fact that you've never seen it just kind of blew me off. But but I guess maybe because I've seen it and you haven't seen it, <laughs> I think that's just a rarity. It's <laughs> the mean, one movie you've seen I haven't seen. I, I am surprised as popular as The Blind Side was that you haven't seen it. You know what's crazy? I've never seen We Are Marshall. <gasps> okay, that's what? crazy. I've never seen Glory Road. Is that what it's called? I never saw the one about the uh, hockey team. Like, this all happened. Why well, don't need to see a the movie Disney about movie? it? Yeah, I don't. I haven't. I, I never saw that uh, one either. You're t- oh, okay. Miracle. Yeah, I never seen yeah. that. Like, well, I, I can't say I haven't seen it. That's oh. got Kurt Russell in, I believe. Yes, it does. Great. Did he go to ECU? <laughs> then why do I care? Was it Sandra Bullock? With, Sandra Bullock was in the blind side. You doofus. <laughs> <laughs> you doofus how dare you say that you just said golly Sandra Bullock won an Oscar for that movie who is she did. Oscar did he go to ECU Oscar is actually my roommate <laughs> does he go to ECU he did okay. with me yeah uh, I saw Speed, okay? Sandra Speed. Bullock was in that. I watched Speed. I thought it was a Gus Johnson documentary. No, it was Directed Keanu us. Reeves on a bus, and Dennis Hopper's got a bomb. Spoiler alert. Oh, man. That was an actually good movie. <laughs> it is. Speed is actually the first one, not the rest of them. They, they are yeah, terrible. Yeah, they went on a uh, you thought ship. Gus, you thought Gus Johnson directed that movie? <laughs> Gus Johnson. In 1994, yes. Speed. 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 It's narrated by Gus Johnson. Thought it was just his highlights on YouTube, which YouTube wasn't a thing then. You know what else I'm not going to watch? What? Swamp Kings. I, oh, let's yeah. get into that. I mean, I'm not going to watch it. All right, let's Me get, neither. Let's I don't get think into I that. Want hey, I want it. Let's do a little boycott here. Yeah. I, everybody likes pirate, the boycott protest. We got one no, going hey, on right here. Listen, Joey texted me today because I had talked to him about, hey, let's get together. Let's watch Swamp Kings. He texted me today. He said, "I didn't get that text. Did I? Did it not go? Oh, through? Oh, did it not go through? No. Nah. Oh man, I'm sorry. Sometimes wait, wait, my wait, 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 wait. Y'all do stuff without me? <laughs> Never. Yeah. Never. Yes, yes, uh, they do. Joey's but... over there scared. It's okay. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't matter now because Joey texted me today and he said we are not watching Swamp Kings. I've heard so many bad things about it, and it was actually yesterday. Mm-hmm. Coach Mack was on the show and he I, said, I owe him an apology.'" Um, Coach Mack was on the show and said that he had heard through a little bird that it was not put on well. That it was not, I guess, depicted well. It's a fluff piece. It's a fluff. You know what? It's not just a fluff. It's an Urban Meyer fluff. Yeah, and I'm good on that. Yeah. Don't need any of that. I mean, there is, like, you go on Twitter, there's actually people that have watched it and they have made bullet points. And if you see four or five posts on Twitter... It is actually kind of common. There's a similarity to all the posts where the like the bullet points of what they left out in the documentary. So many things were left out. Cam Newton's laptop steal. Yeah, Percy say, Harvin attacking his assistant coach. Um, Aaron the, the Aaron Hernandez situation. Yeah, uh, I so, thought it was going to be an informative documentary. Well, and it's actually kind of like what Joey said off the air earlier. He was like they advertised it as untold stories okay well tell us what we don't know tell us the stories that we might have heard about but let's go into a deeper dive of it and they never did and this is coming from somebody that has not even seen it i'm just seeing the reviews i don't even want to bother to watch it i'm not interested i just i feel like it'd be a waste of my time steve hill said i like swamp kings that's fine i'll never know if i like it or not because i'm not gonna watch it i'm out i didn't even watch uh, hard knocks last night I was tired last night. 
called it early called it an early night last night so i got some football catching up to do with hard knocks and the like all right let's get to our fleet feet rundown brought to you by fleet feet they run for you joe you're doing a lot of walking on campus these days you need to go to fleet feet and get a shoe designed just for your foot that's right folks people of all stars and stripes they do puerto rican feet over there as well Oh, wow okay. one moment please hold please <laughs> oh man locally owned and operated by ecu alum chris lunyon he's up there for most popular famous ecu alums absolutely especially locally uh fleet feet of greenville provide solutions through one-on-one service to runners walkers and everyone in between they got that 3d foot scanner go see him 207 east arlington boulevard by the old gordon's golf location fleet feet they run for who you that's right um i appreciated this too jamie jamie said good for you chandler proud of you for the doofus remark <laughs> I, I, it was just so funny when i said kurt russell you said did he go to ecu and i said well sandra bullock was in the blind side yeah we already heard it it already happened just for the people that just tuned in man hey look that's radio people are just now tuning in maybe they want to recap they're probably wondering hey what's going on what are they talking about so i just wanted to recap it dude really like get off my back i'm not on your get off my bike i'm not on your back it's not clip appreciation day today i don't know i think chandler's got a little pep in his step today i like it uh you know why joey why because he's about to leave oh Oh. that makes sense yeah that makes so much more that's why he's got so much energy does does, is he leaving at his traditional four o'clock time no, but it's uh, 3.45. <laughs> no, actually, I tell you what, I don't want to lie to you. It's uh, actually after the segment ends. What if this segment never ends? What if I talked to Ellerby and I was like, can we go commercial free today? Then I would have to set a time where as y'all are talking and having a discussion, <laughs> I might actually be a part of the dis- discussion and I will just get up and leave. Because right. I actually have somewhere to be at 345. All right. Ran, uh, it is work-related. I guys. know, man. We just messed with you, dude. You're my boy. Why are you giving me a five? I didn't want a five. I just put my hand up. What are you, Joe Buck? I mean, what are you, like... The Redskins owner? Well, now you're spilling stuff on... Oh. God, Lee Pete, man. Oh, sucky You better now. go get something to eat that up, boy. You're going to get electrocuted, man. Uh, what a... What a guy. I love Chandler. Now I'm the doofus. Uh, Mike P. said, if this segment ends, the bus will explode. (laughs) (laughs) Speed. All right, Fleet Feet Rundown. ECU football report. Let's hear what Mike Houston had to say, Shirley, to open it up after yesterday's practice. Time to get ready for the Wolverines. You know, first first kind of day of practice for Michigan today. And, uh, you know, I I thought it was solid. Um, you know, when you start transitioning to this, you know, you, now all of a sudden uh, you got guys that are, that are running Michigan's offense and Michigan's defense and Michigan's special teams. And so you got to kind of work through that because, you know, um, you know all, all, all those freshmen and some of the new guys, they come in here and, you know, they, you know they're going to start their freshman year and they're going to they're gonna do this and do that. And, you know, sometimes they do and, and a lot of times they don't. And, you know, just uh, – you know, so got to kind of work through that and, uh, you know, teach them the bigger picture about, uh, number one, they've got to continue to develop each day. And I try to use examples of, you know, Roger Harris started out on the scout team his freshman year. Um, you know, Jari Patterson, the job that he did last year on the scout team. And, you know, so many guys. I mean, 
99% of our players in our program started out on the scout team. And, uh, but those freshmen, they don't see that. You know, all they see is what they're going through right now. So we've got to help them through that. So that's a, a few of the things you've got to iron out. Uh, but it was good to get started on an opponent. Um, you know, obviously we have a, a tremendous challenge in the opener. Uh, and the more you watch them, I mean, you know, not a whole lot of weaknesses with what, the, what they have returning. Uh, and, uh, you know, very, very good uh, football team and uh, program. And, and Coach Harbaugh has done a great job recruiting uh, you know, the past four years to build this roster. And so, uh, you know, we've got a great challenge. But, you know, we're excited about that challenge. Uh, the kids are very excited. I mean, you could feel their energy in the team room today. You could feel their energy when we took the field. Uh, now, it was a cooker out there when we first got on the field. So I uh, appreciate the cloud cover kind of knocking it down a few degrees and, and getting that humidity out of here so we could, uh, you know, have a very a very productive day. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always, always gets more exciting when now you have something to focus on uh, like the first ball game. So... Uh, good, good first day. All right, there is Mike Houston, who was looking uh, kind of burgundy maroon yesterday after all that heat. It was uh, hot out there for the guys, but got it done. There is a common theme here with Houston, Donnie, and Blake that you'll hear where yesterday was really getting the scout team up to speed. And you'll hear Donnie talk about how the quarterbacks look good, and part of that was because uh, they were going up against the scout team who is still figuring their stuff out when it comes to running Michigan schemes and things like that. Um, and Mike Houston was asked about that by Name Redacted. Do you need the extra week here to get the scout team more ready? Cut to. Yeah, I reminded them. I said, now listen, guys, you're supposed to be Michigan, okay? So, uh, you know, and obviously they're not, but, uh, but you know, that's, you know, it's one, they have to give us a great look. That's important. And every school in the country went through the same thing today. All of them did. Um, and, uh, but the other thing, too, is just trying to get them to see that, you know, you don't, you don't become the finished product overnight. And you've got to push yourself to improve every single day. And you've got to stay on a positive uh, trajectory in order to become that finished product one day. And so, you know, it's a twofold uh, deal. But, yeah, there's a lot of things to iron out the first day. You know, there's, we weren't live tackling today. You were thud tackling. And, you know, we were a little sloppy after a couple of days off. It's very important that we, you know, really sharpen up our thud tackles because we got to make sure we're getting our bodies in great position uh, to make those open field tackles and to make, uh, you know, good, good proper fundamental tackles. Uh, if you if you're not if you're not a good thud tackling football team, you're not going to be a very good tackling team on game day. All right, and I asked Mike Houston, how big of a deal is it if if any, if any, in terms of in terms of a little, little bit, bit for sure uh, that Jim Harbaugh won't be on the sidelines. Is that going to be a factor in the game itself or not? Um, here was his response. Cut three. I don't know. This kind of went back and forth, and uh, I think it's kind of silly to be honest i mean if you want to punish him punish him figure it out in the off season quit going back and forth like this so uh, i hope he is on the sideline um you know it he's going to coach throughout the week uh i, I don't think it's going to make a significant difference one way or the other on game day um he has a, a staff that's been with him for a while his offense coordinator has been there uh, a couple of the guys on the offensive staff have been there so um you know they'll they'll have the game plan and and i'm sure do a great job of running it so but uh you know, I just assume he'd be across the across the field. All right, there is Mike Houston. I, we talked about that too. Like, if you really want to punish him from a coaching standpoint, don't let him coach at fall camp. Keep him out the entire time because coaching all week and just not being on the sidelines. There's no difference. I mean, there's very little difference. Somebody, 
I guess if there's a fourth down call or something, somebody else will be making that call that normally doesn't. But other than those things, I, I don't know. You're, you're going to have your OC, your DC running things and calling timeouts. Um, kind of, I mean, the yeah. time management, all that kind of stuff is going to be in somebody else's hands. But yeah, put the punishment in the off season. Or, I mean, when I say off season, I don't mean like in the middle of smack dab in the off season, but like kind of like you said, clip. Put it in fall camp. Don't let him coach during fall camp which is a crucial time for every single college football program so uh but it looks like don't let him recruit don't let him go into anybody's home i I agree keep him locked up basically i'm saying throw him in jail do we not agree throw him in prison jail or prison county jail state penitentiary whatever old khaki pants old khaki pants get him in there man what are we doing here old khaki pants all right um i'm a little worried guys I I was starting to get more optimistic about this season. Now I'm worried. I think there's a little too much focus going on right now over in those coaches' offices regarding the Washington Commanders. Mm. There's are they are they looking ahead to the Washington Commanders season? I did look. There was three coaches that talked yesterday. All three coaches said something about the Commanders. Now, one of these coaches is a Commanders fan, right? Donnie K. Okay. He said Sam Howe looked good on Monday night. All right. And I stopped him. I said, Donnie. Stop it. Shut up. I think you meant great, not good. Sam Howe looked great the other night. Um, here is Mike Houston roasting the Commanders for no reason at all, and then me shutting down the press conference. You heard that right. Cut seven, Charlie. How do you how do you watch football? Are you able to just like sit and be like, wow, that was a cool play? Or are you like, oh, I see what they did there and you're picking them apart? I can promise you this, there's zero stress because whether whether whatever team wins or loses, it's got no impact on me for the most part. So I just I enjoy watching I, I enjoy watching the sport. Uh, I wish I got to see my my Cowboys play more often than I do, but uh, especially you know when they're whipping up on the commanders or whatever their name is this year. But uh, you know, I, I enjoy just watching it, and yeah, I'll, I'll look at stuff sometimes and say, "Oh, well, you know, that's, that's a play we run, or that's you know, that's a, a, a pressure we use, or whatever." But for the most part, I just enjoy sitting back and watching it. Did you hear from Holden after he uh, kneeled down the ball and went over the Cowboys? <laughs> I haven't heard from him since that one. I'm shocked. You know, we've, we've been talking after after most of uh, most of his games and stuff, but uh, yeah, he, he's played pretty good now for two straight games and. You know, Keaton, good to see him, you know, gash the the Washington football team last night. So, really, really excited for those two guys and what they're doing. So. Anything else for Coach? No, I'm good. Interview. All right. <laughs> no questions about the commanders, and it came up twice from Coach Mike Houston. Is he focused too much on the commanders to get this team ready for Michigan? And he also said the wrong team. He said the Washington football team. That's not their name. And he did that on purpose as a slight. But here's my thing. Here's here's what I think about all this. We, If you don't care about something, you don't talk about it. I hate when people say, people are like, I don't care about this. If you really didn't care about it, you wouldn't have taken the time to say you didn't care about it. Kind of like when people comment on like a post on social media and say, who cares? Yeah. Well, apparently you, because you commented on it. Guess what? There's a lot of things I don't care about, and those are the things that I don't talk about on this show. If I don't talk about it, you can assume that I don't care about it, or maybe I don't know about it. Um, The fact that 
commanders the name like will smith keeps coming out of chris rock's mouth in this case mike Houston's keep your mouth. name <laughs> out your mouth i think he's worried about them as a cowboys fan and i think uh the nation's starting to take notice that there's something brewing in washington dc slash landover raljon maryland wherever the hell that dump of a stadium is and people are starting to recognize that something special is brewing there yeah, I would take that as a positive. Yeah, all the talk. A lot of people. Has there been much talk about the Washington football team slash Commanders in the past three or four years? No. no. And then you go to now, e- you go to an ECU press conference looking to talk about ECU and Michigan, and they want to talk about the Commanders. I mean, that's a positive in I'm my mind. Commanders silently. I like them. Ron Rivera. Well, I want you to stop doing that. I don't want you to root for my team. because okay. I ain't rooting for your team. I mean, that's I'm rooting for your players. For certain people. For your players. Players. <laughs> uh, uh, surprise retirement, Corey Davis. Russ says, huh, so you care about glory holes quite a bit, Clip. <laughs> now, y'all bring that up, not me. And there it was. Y'all bring, Eric said that, not and, me. And there it was. I don't care about glory holes, okay? <laughs> Wait, now that I say I don't, does that mean I really do? Damn. I just got myself. All right, Commander Mania is running wild, folks. Uh, jump on board now. Don't be coming week four saying, man, Sam Howe's the man. Now, I know, I'm saying it now. And Ken Wallington's going to back me up on that. Coming up next segment <laughs> <laughs> when he joins us here in the Pirate Radio studios. We will take a break, come back, got more to get to. We'll look at the MLB playoff picture. A lot more ECU football talk as well. We'll hear more from Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Carroll when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. You out of here? Yeah, I'm out of here. I'll be back. We'll see you, buddy. In maybe a couple hours. The show will be over, but thank you. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Ram. Uh, Jeep Ram, I should say. They have a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus offer surface to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Uh, young Joey, could you do me a solid? Did you bring me the Roku remote? Yeah. I Can I get a little baseball going for Ken and uh, Patrick later? Watch a little uh, MLB Day Baseball. Thank you, sir. Nothing Buc- like Day Baseball. Buccaneer, you're right, Ellerby. Buccaneer Music Hall Scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. 
Uh, four to four is the score between the Cubbies and the Tigers as they play in the seventh inning. The twin Twins have a five three lead over the Brewers in the fourth. White Sox up one nothing on the Mariners, and that one is getting toyed in the AL West. Ken Watlington has three teams battling right now: Rangers, Strohs, and Mariners, and they're all within one game of one another. Listen, you're trying to talk to me about baseball. I can think about nothing else in the world. Except for the Washington Commanders. Hey, Commander Mania is running that's wild. That's all folks. that's in my life right now. Exactly. They'll probably make the news tonight if you check it out on uh, WNCT yeah, Channel. They did last night because I did the sports last night. And made and sure uh, to get them oh, in. Oh, yeah. Right? I had to show all the good highlights. And, and a good play of Keaton Mitchell, too. But but mostly just the Commanders. I'm going to send uh, an angry email. Why is... Uh, Kevin Washington always showing Washington highlights. <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, I was going to ask, who's the hottest man in the world? In the world? Is it... Uh, Are we talking looks or temperature? I'll get there, Ken. Oh. Is it Channing Tatum? No. Is it the guy that plays Thor? No. Yes. No. It is Marcelo Zuna. See where I'm going oh. with this? See where I'm going with this, Ken? The big bear. That dude is on fire and thank goodness he is because the rest of the team pretty much the last two or three days hasn't been that great but he's beating the cover off <laughs> boy you know you got it good when the last two or three days they haven't been that great yeah they're 81 and 44 but the last two or three days but they've lost two out of three i mean what are we doing and one of those was to the mets Sheesh. <laughs> oh, uh so braves win last night even the game they lost on did they play monday yeah, yeah lost to the mets ozuna Hit two home runs. Yeah, I mean, the, hit the guy last night. They're on a crazy streak here. He's uh, hit out of hit safely in I believe eighteen out of twenty, hitting like three sixty or something since the All Star break. So nuts, nuts. He, he's finally earning that paycheck. Braves. Uh, I, I, the biggest race going on right now for me is the bottom of the NL East. Can can the Nationals get ahead of the Mets? Yeah, <laughs> and I think they can. They're a half game yeah. back right now. Uh, Phillies. You see the news today that the Mets almost traded Pete Alonso to the Brewers. I, I saw Cubs, I thought, uh, uh, last I saw night. Brewers. Yeah, I saw well, the Brewers are pushing really hard to get Boy. Yeah. So what is his – do you know his contract? Is he back there next year? I think he is. I think he's he's locked in for a little bit, and they signed him you know pretty early to a longer deal. Right. He had that great rookie season. But, man. Philly's uh, playing pretty well. They've yeah. won a couple in a row. Bryce Harper heating up, uh, trying to be the hottest man in the world, but that's Marcelo Zuna. And now oh, yeah, the Braves – yeah, one year? One year, 14.5. Oh. oh. Hmm. Cubbies, three and a half back of the Brewers right now in the Central and out West, like every year, Dodgers are cruising. And By the, the Dodgers way, and Braves played next weekend, I believe. That'll be like the first big series in a while for Atlanta because Dodgers are creeping up, Ken, when it comes to best record yeah. in the NL. I think they're about four and a half back of the overall best record in baseball now. And uh, and they've been playing really, really good baseball. Won 11 straight at one point uh, a few weeks back. And uh, yeah, they're, they're coming for the Braves. And who wins that series? Or if it goes, you know, yeah. two and two, I think it's a four-game series. So uh, we'll see what happens. That could go a long way to determining the top seed in the National League. Rays are two games back of the O's. Rays win, O's lose last night. So the Rays one game back of Baltimore, Minnesota. Minnesota starting to stretch out things a little bit in the Central. Five games up on the Guardians. And we mentioned great battle in the West between the Rangers, Strohs, and Mariners 
all within one game of one another because the Mariners have won eight games in a row. And uh, our, our guy Julio had, what, 17 hits over a four-game stretch or something like Just yeah. ridiculous. So I uh, host sports trivia at AJ's. Don't know if y'all have heard about that. Wednesday night today really? o'clock. I don't bring it up much. Nah. We don't talk about it much. Is that tonight? Uh, so I follow a Where's lot. Where's it at? Uh, AJ McMurphy's uh, Bell's Fork area okay. for What's those. On? Eight o'clock, we get okay. started. But I like people to roll in early so we can hang out, chat, have fun. I might have to check it out sometime. Get you something say, to eat. You say it's trivia about sports. That's right. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, why did I bring this up? Oh, <laughs> because I follow a lot of accounts like tri- like that'll pop up stats and yeah. things like that. And every night it was a new Julio stat. Well, now he's got this many and this many games. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, all right, can we? Do I have to do it every night? Like, I get it. The guy's on fire. But I saw Absolutely. a lot of that this week. He might be the hottest man. Is he the hottest man? Damn. Thought it was our guy. All right. Uh, Marcelo Zuna from the Braves. Uh, so Ozuna from the Braves. <laughs> Ozuna from the Braves. Ken, uh, I will give you your flowers, metaphorically. Oh, boy. And uh, the folks at NCT, I did the ride-along program with Brian Bailey on Friday <laughs> night for Touchdown Friday. I know you guys worked hard. I did not know how much work goes into it and how little time to come up for air you get between kickoff and the end of the show uh but kudos to y'all ken uh ken's a jovial guy i feel like in most settings if i saw ken i would joke around with him and but uh he had the work face on he was locked in baby i didn't bother him i didn't go over to his desk basically i just wanted to get all my stuff done so i could get the pizza yeah, you know, yeah. we had. Well, you probably pizza. saw me coming out with a slice of pizza. <laughs> so, who's this guy? Don't even work here. What is he doing? <laughs> um, but no. So, and I say that Bailey is the team owner, the head coach, the quarterback, the captain, but. Uh, he's got his linemen. He's got his skill guys out wide. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, a little. Uh scat back here <laughs> <laughs> the uh chris thompson to use a commander sure, from years okay, past okay um but all you guys put in the work um and it, it's cool to see it all come together and so y'all do an awesome job man appreciate it it does not always come together you, I, you, i've you heard saw it on one of the calmer nights yeah. especially for a week one everything really went as we expected it doesn't always happen like that there's always equipment issues there's somebody blows out a tire hits a deer on the way back to the station there's you know the camera doesn't work and you get back and you you try to find Mm -hmm. your footage and nothing's there like all these things happen and knock on wood it did not week one and it, it will before week 13 that's for sure i'm gonna circle week three maybe i hope not <laughs> <laughs> ken will be hosting as bailey yeah. will be in ann arbor yeah um and i want to tell you this too ken on numerous occasions brian bailey has told me told me how important you are and how much he appreciates you i bet he's never told you to your face not once but he tells me no. so i'm gonna tell that to you bailey's very appreciative for the people who, <laughs> who step up especially on friday nights yeah. and help because for most of us you know, it's not part of our regular job duties. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of just helping out because we have a love of the game. I mean, you're the main the anchor at NCT, right? Sure. That's the evening news anchor. Yes. Like, you don't see a lot of those guys doing Friday night stuff. But, you know, I have such a background in sports. And you enjoy it, right? Well, absolutely. Yeah. And part of the job when I got it, I said, hey, I, I want to help out on Friday nights, Touchdown yeah. Friday, because I, I watched it growing up. I, you know, I, I want to be a part of that. And after six years, I'm kind of sick of it. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, Skip says, do you think Aaron Boone gets the door at the end of the season? Skip. He might, he might get it before the season. You need to ask that question. Over. Of course he's gone. He might Bucks get it by gone. the end of the week. New York baseball teams will have no coaches uh, in a couple months. <laughs> so they're all going to have to reset. I said this to Mully yesterday, Ken. 
the Yankees need to be the Yankees. They got all the money, right? right? They got they are the evil empire. They need to go get Brandon Hyde from the Orioles or Kevin Cash, pay him a, just an insane amount of money, steal them from those little Rays and Orioles, and say we're the freaking Yankees. Go to work. Here's I want a load of cash. Yeah, yeah. Like I want that. I, let's let's return to the evil empire. Don't bring in some for, like Nick Swisher or some former Yankee <laughs> to coach the team. It was a Jeter is going to be the next GM or something? Somebody said. Oh, I don't know. I mean, as, as speculation. I'm not saying that's happening. Oh, they're going to bring in. Like, said, well, let's bring in Jeter to do it. Bernie and Posada and do all that. The, the old Pettit. band back together. Yeah. Andy Pettit. Um, Ken asked Eric, which local high school gives out the best concessions? <laughs> well, I got to think they're pretty uniform, but I, I'm no, on your no, own. no. Uh, okay, you get some like at Rose. They got like cubbies, right? Oh, of course, those rich folks. I, I, I did get uh, two hot dogs at the Conley game the other day, and I expected there to be something on the hot dog. Apparently, I had to do that myself afterwards, and I didn't realize till I'm on the sideline eating my plain as could be hot dog. Well, that is great that they leave it up to you. I just thought they'd have some chili on it or something, and it was it was a good hot dog, relatively inexpensive. But right. I was disappointed by the time I walked, you know, 50 yards away from the concession stand. I realized, Ken, I don't think you know how this works. You can't praise Rose and crap on Conley, especially on this. <laughs> That's show. the only reason I did it. <laughs> okay, well, there, fair enough. I feel like the food at Havelock was really good. All right, there you go. Um, Eric said, I would ask the worst, but they would cut you cut you out for free hot dogs. Sounds like you're not getting free hot dogs <laughs> at some places. <laughs> well, then nothing's free. Well, actually, Green Central, they hook us up sometimes. Hey, you want anything? Sure, sure. And then AD will come over and, uh, <laughs> and uh, have a chili cheeseburger or something for you. French fries. Jamie says, is it okay Ken wears a UNCW shirt while on an ECU show? Hmm, not sure about that. I mean, I'm not going to do anything about it. Wings up. I mean, he, he went to We're UNCW. really looking forward to this football season. I don't think the Hawks lose a game this season. Ken is a media professional. He covers the Pirates at times. He didn't go to East Carolina. Nope. So, like, what did, I don't know. Was he supposed to come in and appear? It was one of my final choices, but the parents were like, you know, you could commute and just live here. I'm like, and I was like I'm, no, I'm going to Wilmington. It's farther. And Ken still lives with his parents. That's People. right. In the basement. <laughs> Mike P. said, rich folks at Rose eating cubbies in their limos. Exactly. Stretch exactly, hearts. Mike P. They don't know the struggle. Uh, Eric said, the old Conley Coney. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's good yeah. You call it that. Uh, Ken, most impressive teams week one in high school football were? Uh, we got a few. Uh, Rose was one of them. Don't uh, say Laney. Uh, Laney <laughs> looked really good, yeah. uh, but they're out of the area. It doesn't matter. Okay, good. Uh, Tarboro going on the road, winning 42-48 nothing over Rocky Mountain. Tarboro's always good, but it seems year after year they start a little slow, then figure it out and end up in a state championship game. They did not start slow this week. Uh, who else was good? West Craven. I saw West Craven. They got a lot of talented skill positions, and uh, they played good defense. Uh, West Craven's going to be pretty good. Havelock going on the road, getting a win at Wallace Rose Hill in, a, in one of the tougher environments in eastern North Carolina. That's a good win for Havelock. They now go to Wilmington Laney this week, so it hmm. uh, doesn't get much easier for, for the Rams. But, uh, yeah, a bunch of good teams in the east. And Bailey kind of highlighted a week two matchup. We'll have it here for you on Pirate Radio. And you don't want to start 0-2, Conley, like Washington, will. this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Conley, Washington over in Beaufort County. Um, somebody's going to come away with the win. Uh, I was at the Conley game the entire first quarter. They didn't get first down. Yeah. So uh, 
tough start for for them, but they'll get it going. Uh, it's it's you know early in the season. It's it's still ninety seven degrees outside. Once you get to football weather and you work in and and you're good to go. Yeah, right. and I mean in high I'm school, just trying to make you feel good. Huh? I, I appreciate oh, yeah. that. High school football, it matters what you do in your conference, yeah. and those are going to be the big games coming up later on this season. Ken Watlington joining us. We'll take a timeout. Come back. We'll talk a little college football, NFL, commanders. And if, if you have, we'll talk all things yes, commanders. Yes. If you have, uh, have you given your toe to Terry McLaurin yet? No, I'm ready to. <laughs> Whatever we'll do, you need. We'll do it live on the air. We'll slice off our toes. We'll talk to the people at Fleet Feet, get a shoe design for people with nine toes, and uh, enjoy ourselves. Robert says, go Pam Pack. The only Pam I like is my mother, Pam Brock. Go Vikings, Robert. Dude. Garrett <laughs> Short. Garrett Short. R.I.P. <laughs> Wait, that's not official, is it? Are you breaking news? Breaking you are a newsman. Uh, Garrett Short's uh, last day at WNC. Are his days short? Day. His days are short <laughs> in Greenville, North Carolina. Garrett, we hardly knew you. Yeah. I'll we'll have to get him on the air uh, one more time. Yeah, get him a dude. 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 We'll take a break, come back more with Ken Wildington and more of your questions about concession stands after this. <laughs> You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you combine State Farm Home and Auto Insurance, you save an average of $889. State Farm Agent Timothy Sawyer is ready to help you combine home and auto and save right here in Greenville. Call 493-0002. Like a good neighbor, State Farm and Timothy Sawyer is there. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. I was going to hit the the jingle, but you mentioned it there at the end. Like a good neighbor. Stay, Stay over there. <laughs> Sorry. That's a t-shirt, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's, well, it could be a t-shirt. I saw it as a, uh, like a oh welcome mat. Uh, for someone's house and I almost bought it uh, you know as a joke to my neighbor who happens to be one of my best friends I like that there down the road from where I live there is a house that has a flag a big old giant flag first of all one person has a giant's flag <laughs> down that road I, I need to talk to them but I really want to talk to these people because their giant flag in their front yard says my neighbor is a Karen Oh, and I want to know what's oh. going on. Or that is interesting. Is the neighbor's name actually Karen? And, it's and they're all in on it together. Yeah. Could be. I, that's what I need to find out. In fact, Ken is nine really on my side? Because if they are, I would Coming like you next, to investigate. At six, a Karen in your neighborhood, <laughs> or is her name actually Karen? Find out in a live report. I mean, I I think people would be interested in that. So I need to find out what's going on with the Karen situation. All right, NFL news and notes. I feel like we haven't talked enough about the greatest preseason game in the history of the football. The history of history. That Washington won the yep. other night against Baltimore. Um, but there are other topics. Uh, Joey, you just showed me. Sam Darnold's been named the backup quarterback behind Brock Purdy and San Fran, which means Trey Lance is the— Trade bait. 
Trade more like trade bait. I don't know. One moment, please. <laughs> but how about this? How jealous are you? How jealous am I that the 49ers can completely tank a draft, pick a guy to never do anything for him in the top five at quarterback, and still be a Super Bowl contender? Like, why can't my organization do that? That I mean, that shows you how good they are top to bottom at other areas. They got maybe lucky on Purdy, you could say. But they are so good. And they have an awesome, by the way, the coach called some great plays for Washington back in the day. Yep. I think if we did a coach draft, Kyle Shanahan would be my number one pick. Number one overall. I think so. Really? Who else? Who would you guys go with? Andy Reid. All right. I don't know. Reed. Um, Sean, Ron Rivera. Sean McVay. No. And I like Rivera, but no. McVay, maybe? Yeah, McVay's. Uh, would you rather have McVay or Shanahan? Wait, Bill Belichick. Today? Oh, no, not today. Yeah, you're Not right. today. <laughs> but you give, if you give Bill Belichick Brock Purdy. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's good with those late round guys, right? Yeah, that's true. Shanahan's up there, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you also, Corey Davis. Hung it yeah, up. Yeah, fifth overall pick in the 2017 draft, and he's already out the door. I saw somebody else retired, and I don't know who, so I shouldn't have brought it up on the air. Also, did you see... It was a Jaguar. What you got, Shirley? Keaton Mitchell resumed practice today yep. after suffering that shoulder stinger on Monday night. Good to hear. So, looks like all things are a go-go for Mr. Mitchell. Awesome. That is uh, fantastic, because he... Uh, is doing all he can to make that team, which is hard to do uh, for an undrafted guy, but he is putting in the work. Oh, Miles Jack was the other player I saw oh, that yeah, retired. He retire. he got signed when did he come out? Like He hadn't been in the league, that, or has he? I don't know. Yeah, he, he was in the league, but he's been kind of flying around. He finally got a spot at the Eagles. I think training camp was just well. 27 years of age. Pretty young. Yeah, he's another young one, too. Uh, little, a couple years older than me, but... Just a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Caleb Farley news is crazy, too. I don't yeah, know it is. Yeah. That. Talked about that yesterday because Coach Mack actually, with the Virginia Tech ties and everything, knew even more about his story. and uh, just, The house is here in Lake Norman. Yeah, that's sad stuff. All right, uh, so a couple of NFL news and notes there. Uh, Ken, realistically, thoughts on the Commanders? I'm excited as I've been in a decade no. Well, since, yeah. Since RG3, I was going to say, damn, that's over a decade And I'm not ago. saying Sam Howell's the level of RG3, but you, if you combine everything, the change in ownership, finally, yeah. and you look at the weapons on offense with McLaurin and Dotson, and De'Ami Brown might have a breakout season. Uh, you got two good running backs. The tight end position is pretty solid. The best D-line in football. And then you look at the best D-line in football. You got your young uh, defensive backs who made some big plays in the game the other night. Manuel Forbes missed the tackle on the first drive, came up big on the second yeah. Drive. I, I like just, to see that. I just feel who good. has the best D line in football, Joe. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but it's your division rivals, the Eagles. Ah, uh, all right, fair enough. Eagles they're up there. Yeah. Good. They're good. Yeah, they're just they're so good. interchangeable. You got Graham. You've got now the new guys. Too. Cut his mic. Cut him. Cut him. Cut him. <laughs> get him off. Ken, what do you do? What do the directors do? How do you get the mic off? What do we do? Uh, cut him. Cut him. Uh, just you just do it. <laughs> uh, you're probably right, Joey. He did cut his mic off. He didn't have his mic off. Hey, Shirley, well done. That's why you're the best producer in the game. He's over He's there like yapping away. away. He's no- talking away. I'm like, Mike's not even on, dude. Um, we're top five. Can you give us that? I tell you yeah, what. Yeah, I can't actually. I, I don't know what you're doing on no, that no. laptop, 
But if you're going to keep stuff. denying me, I want your 1 through 32 D-line rankings no. right now. Have it ready <laughs> for hour two. <laughs> I will uh, say this. Washington will win 10 games at least this year. Whoa! Wow. Now that's a bold... Who is this man that has taken over the body of Ken Wallington? They were 8-8-1 eight, eight <laughs> last year. I want you to... Do you follow Ken on Twitter? No, I don't. I first, should. follow him. First quarter, <laughs> exactly. Sunday against when the Cardinals. When they go down 7-0, I'm, like, I'm done. <laughs> See, I'm done back here. He's talking about 10 wins. He's going to have this team out of the playoffs at 1.15 Eastern time, week one. <laughs> but hey, by 3 o'clock when they come back and win, I do it the whole time. I do it. Uh, I, You're not I, wrong. I like your optimism. I, the division is tough. I get that. But for whatever reason, Ron Rivera will lose... To the, and the lines were pretty good last year. Uh, I may have said some bad stuff about him when they didn't get a first down the entire first half against the Lions. That was bad. But they'll do that, and then they'll go out and beat Philly. Like so, you, you beat them like a drum. You just never know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ken. Good stuff. What uh, games you heading to on Friday? Friday night I'll be at Farmville Central. Uh, they're hosting North Lenore. Then I'm headed up uh, to Edgecombe County for the backyard brawl. Uh, Tarboro hosts Hertford County. Not really a rivalry per se, but they played a really good game last year. I think both teams scored in the 60s uh, before Hertford County got the win. Tarboro eventually played for a state championship and lost, but we're expecting that to be another good high-scoring game for our backyard brawl. Backyard brawl. We work on that before I have to say it. Friday. A lot of bees. Backyard brawl. Thank you, Ken. Enjoyed yep. it, man. Go and, Commanders. Uh, go Manders. Go Braves. And uh, It's a good time to be How's uh, Seahawks uh, UNCW football looking this year? Yeah, I don't think they're going to give up a point uh, i really don't uh, think they're going to give up a point uh, yeah all right getting ready for hoops all right that's right over there <laughs> we're, we're already talking about the hoop schedule all right uh ken enjoyed it man we'll uh, take a break come back hour two we got wager mcgee joining us to break down week zero we'll talk about all the games coming up this saturday in college football when we return after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Are you ready for week zero? If the answer is yes, this is the segment for you. If your answer is no, this segment will get you ready for Saturday as we'll break down the games with our mysterious buddy, Wager McGee. And, uh, yeah, not the slate you'll see week one, week two, the rest of the college football season. But the more we talk about it, the more I'm exciting myself up for these games coming up on Saturday. So uh, let's welcome on Wager now. Wager, how you doing, man? 
Good, Cliff. How are you? Doing good. Let's uh, let's dive right into it. We talked to you last week, went over some conferences and teams you are uh, potentially going to tail this year and some teams to fade as well. We'll kind of dive into that, but I want to make sure we get your best of week zero uh, before we do anything. So uh, here's what usually happens if you're new to the program. Wager types up a, a million notes. Uh, I get those notes, crumble them up, throw them away, and then just ask my own questions. Um, remember we used to do the team that's going to score 100 points wager? That was fun. And, like, one team almost did it one week. Um, who scores 100 points this week? Who's your 100-point contender? Oh, I, I I think USC, of all of them that play, is probably the uh, with La Tech, maybe, is the, the second choice for the team that's going to score the most points. Um, yeah, I would I would say those two. All right, there you go. Got them out of the way. Wanted to get that. What's your uh, favorite play of Week Zero? You know, I think my favorite play is it's kind of a Conference USA Week. I don't know. They need to rename you know Youth uh, Week Zero Conference USA Week because um, you got two games, and then you have got Youth uh, what New Mexico State playing, who I really like as well. New Mexico State playing Youth uh, UMass. So I think it's either UTEP. Uh, who I think is a really strong team for Conference USA this year. I know everybody's looking at Western Kentucky, uh, but I think UTEP is right there with them um, and with what they have returning on starters and playing Jacksonville State, who is not in Florida. People don't know that. It's Jacksonville, Alabama, with head coach Rich Rodriguez. That game is like around a pick. And I guess it's maybe some James Madison effect there with – you got two teams, right? New to FBS. You got Jacksonville State and you got Sam Houston State. And both have had really good records of the last couple of years, and Sam Houston State won a national championship. But I don't really fully understand that line there. Um, Would there be any kind of atmosphere? Like, are people excited in Jacksonville State, Alabama, like to be in the FBS and to pack it out on CBS Sports Network? I mean, I think so. I mean, I think it's just a jumping into a conference from. You know, FCS, and again, maybe seeing from their standpoint, seeing what James Madison uh, did last year, even though they weren't eligible for uh, for the Sun Belt, being the best team in the Sun Belt last year, arguably. Uh, so I, I think they are excited about that. But, you know, UTEP really played great on big games last year, beating Boise at home, and they, they had a big lead against UTSA and blew that, and then actually went and played Oklahoma really strong for three and a half quarters. Um, and then got uh, got beat by a few touch, a uh, few scores late in that game. But you know, they were three and zero in those big games last year, uh, and you know, they they've kind of turned things around the last couple of years as well, and have a lot of returning starters back. So right. I lean UTEP in that one. I just think maybe Jacksonville State. It's all over the place. It's from so I would if people were shopping various lines. I thought UTEP was a small favorite. I saw it at pick. I saw them minus one. I saw them even plus one and a half. So, you know, you can play the or get a money line if you really like UTEP there. It may be plus money. So kind of shop around on the line. I think both teams have some offensive questions, but then I saw the total, even with the clock changes, got hammered early, moved from 50 and a half to 53 and a half. So I'm probably going to stay away from that because maybe I'm I'm wrong on my estimations of, of offensive struggling. Right. Wager McGee joining us. Quick correction. I said earlier, team to score 100. I meant game that goes 100, but I remember we had certain uh, 
a couple of games where teams would get into the 70s or 80s themselves. So that's what I meant by that earlier. Um, all right. I would say if it's games, then I definitely – because I'm not sure how much San Jose State's going to contribute. I think they'll score some. They've got a lot of questions on defense. I think that La Tech-FIU game where both, you know, Sonny Cumbie is a lot of yeah. head coach – and the offensive coordinator FIU actually was at a Texas Tech was Texas Tech offensive coordinator as well. And our favorite, yeah, I saw I highlighted this one for you, Cliff. Our favorite, you should be a little bit of an FIU fan because the offensive coordinator was the offensive coordinator for our favorite team ever, the Utah State uh, <laughs> 2018 Jordan Love team. Yeah, that was just automatic. All right, that's my game of the day. Then let's go over, let's uh, sling it around, and, and score a lot of points. Um, Tech FIU. I yeah. think both are going to be slinging. And LaTeX got the quarterback. The, the, he was the starter with Boise State until that freshman replaced him. But the Hank uh, Brockemeyer kid, Bachemeyer, however you say his name, that was the Boise State quarterback uh, for about three seasons now is LaTeX quarterback as well. All right, uh, real quick, Navy Notre Dame. So, uh, Wager, you're a huge trends guy. I went over the trend yesterday when uh, Coach Mac McCarthy was here how Navy has gotten out of the gate slow the past three years at least where they get blown out or they've lost to an FCS opponent and then the following week getting blown out. Really, it's like the first two weeks they have just started really slow. Now, they got a new coach. Uh, they got their defensive coordinator in, Kenny Montalolo, out. So I was basically saying if I had to blindly take a side, I would go Notre Dame minus whatever just because Navy – it's so slow getting out of the gate these last few years. But uh, any thoughts on the middies and the Irish coming up on Saturday? You know, I I agree. There's a lot of changes on the Notre Dame side, too, even though Sam Hartman's getting all the, you know, pub because that was a Notre Dame issue last year uh, was quarterback. You know, they their, their offense coordinator, Tommy Reese, left and went to Alabama. So they're promoting their tight end coach to be the offense coordinator and he was a co-offense coordinator, but he's never been offense coordinator before. So she got a lot of changes there on the Notre Dame offensive side of things. Um, and, you know, that's a team that started slow the last few. They lost, the, you know, last year they lost the first two games straight up. Um, and so they haven't really started the season, but I got a feeling they're going to be a little bit more focused this year because of that. You know, I, I, the, I was trying to find trends on the Dublin game as well. Yeah. You know, but... And Notre Dame Navy, obviously, any game that Navy plays against them is going to be away from Annapolis. But you know, these games have, have been pretty high scoring, and you got to think that both offenses are going to get some work here. Again, the shot, I know the clock and everything else, but last year Notre Dame jumped out huge, thirty-five thirteen, and we're looking like they were coasting. And then uh, you know, Navy had a chance to recover an onside kick and. And uh, at the end of the game, after they had cut it to, you know, to 35-31, I believe, 31-32, Navy actually outgained them. But I think that was lack of focus on Notre Dame part because they were off of a couple of tough games, off of Clemson game and looking ahead at USC. Uh, But I I still think Navy's going to hang in there. They may be able to backdoor 20-and-a-half. I think 50-and-a-half looks low to me. Uh, with both teams needing to get out of the gate and sling it around a little bit, and with new offensive coordinators, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the over, which is it's something that's happened pretty regularly in the series anyway. Three of the last four years, it's been 67, 72, and 66, and Navy is two and one in those uh, high scoring games as well against the spread. So. 
All right, Wager. I remember last year, I think it was you. It was probably Nadu. It was everybody who looked at this Vanderbilt-Hawaii matchup and saw a very low spread and said, Vandy is going to, to crush Hawaii. And I just remember that being very popular amongst the people who you know follow college football like you guys do they won that game 63 to 10 out on the island uh rematch will be in vandy in their stadium which is being renovated at the moment in the end zones but uh it looks like the the odds makers uh caught up a little bit from last year did they catch up enough what's uh what's the number on vandy and hawaii and and what do you think about it as I look, I mean, with, with these notes when I was putting it together, it was 16 and a half yesterday. I'm not sure if it moved at all. And I was a little bit surprised because some of the totals are up there, even with the clock changes. That total is 55 and a half. Um, you know, and Hawaii did a weird, because Timmy Chang, that was his first game as head coach, and he actually didn't have a chance to put his offense in place before the season last year. So they, like, mid-year last year, they kind of finally put in the the run-and-shoot offense of Timmy Chang. Um, and they actually went, They even though they were 3-10 and 10 straight up, they went 9-4 and four against the spread. So after that first week, you know, with not playing their offense and trying to struggle and playing, you know, a big SEC opponent, big physically, uh, they turned things around and played pretty well the rest of the year. But their defense is, I mean, they get nine guys back, but they struggled last year. I mean, even with that, the offense got in place. But, you know, they couldn't stop the run. They've allowed... 200 plus rushing yards six of the last seven years and allowed 213 last year um you know and bandy started quick last year they they scored 170 points in the first four weeks of the season averaging 42 points i they were almost in a bowl game last year at five wins and then got blown out by tennessee the last week of the year but beat kentucky and florida late to get to that point where they had a chance to get there i look at their schedule here i think that's part of the motivation here on both sides Vandy's got a chance in those first six games really to win their first six games of the year and get in into a bowl, which is a huge deal for Vandy. Uh, and they need to win those games because the last six opponents are, I think five of them are going to be ranked and they will be dogs in every one of those games. Uh, just don't know what Hawaii's motive, you know, kind of the intangible they may have with the yeah. fires last week and playing for the state. Um, so I think it's going to be a good, fun, entertaining game. I definitely with the struggles, that Hawaii had on defense, but then also start clicking a little bit on offense. I'm looking at that over, and last year was 73 points. So even if the clock changes eliminate 12 or 13 plays, I think there's still going to be some scores there. Uh, Vandy was not a good home favorite under the head coaches in his third year. They're only three games as home favorite, 0-3 against the spread. Much more comfortable as a road dog, but Vandy getting out started early last year, Hawaii struggling to stop the run, and then the defense allowing you know, 35 points a game last year. I can see Vandy scoring again in that 40 points. I'm looking at team total, team total game over and do lean Vandy side. Uh, but, you know, they could they could always get back door to the 17 number. All right, Wager McGee joining us, looking at week zero. Yesterday we talked about, all right, if you just want to see competitive football, a good game this weekend, which games are you looking at? And Wager already mentioned the 5.30 kickoff, CBS Sports Network, uh, UTEP just a one-point favorite over Jacksonville State. Other tight line is Ohio at San Diego State. This will be 7 o'clock FS1. Looking forward to this one. I've got my big fantasy draft on Saturday, but I'll be back home, kick back, ready to watch some football on Saturday night. 
and Ohio is a two-point dog going to San Diego State. So maybe like, you know, not most attractive names. You got Notre Dame, USC out there, and an SEC team in Vandy. And then we like the high-scoring game with Louisiana Tech, FIU. But like, I don't know, best matchup on paper wager, maybe this Ohio-San Diego State game. What do you think? Yeah, I think so because, I mean, Ohio's, you know, depends on one or two in the MAC. You know, I, I think they're they're probably a little bit. I think they're a little bit better in Toledo, so the best team in the MAC. Um, you know, San Diego State kind of turned things around a little bit last year when they they changed quarterbacks mid season and uh, Maiden went five and one straight up and six and zero oh during that spread, and they lost to Air Force in the in the regular season finale. San Diego State generally has been a little bit bland on the offense, but yeah. Ryan Lindley, their offense coordinator, seems like they're going to open. Ryan Lindley. I love uh, when Wager comes on. I didn't know Rich Rod was coaching, and Ryan Lindley, the old uh, Cardinals quarterback you're talking about here. And FIU remembers is Mac McIntyre, who turned San Jose State away around and then didn't do very well at Colorado. So yeah. Conference USA is a interesting interesting group because of that you jerry and jerry kill at yeah. mexico yeah talked about him yesterday yeah really good head coaches there um it's you know good older coaches that have a little bit of a name you know but we are not going to talk about aac i'm sure but what seven new first year head coaches there so definitely you know the head coach uh kind of carousel and the offensive coordinator carousel as well with a lot of like former players and quarterbacks like Ryan Lindley showing up as offensive coordinator now at a place like San Diego State. So you would think they're going to open a little bit. And the one weakness for Ohio that they do have is defensive backs. So if they do open that up a little bit, uh, you would you would think that um, that San Diego State would be able to get a, a kind of lean towards them with the, the minus two number. Um, and Ohio is not great. They're only two and seven against the spread versus non-conference uh, under their third-year head coach. So they do struggle a little bit when they go out of out of MAC just physically and things like that. And San Diego State always is kind of a good physical team. Yeah, um, they can hang tough with Pac-12 teams. So I lean San Diego State in that one, uh, even though that could be that could be the one where the clock is going to play to help in an under on those two teams who generally like to run the ball and control it. All right, I can see Wager is really interested to see what happens with this clock not stopping after a first down. Like you're, you're going to be taking a lot of notes, looking at a lot of things. What what play? How many plays did they run? Uh, because it is a factor, and you're trying to get an edge here early. And you, Vegas doesn't know, just like the gamblers don't know. So maybe you can have an edge somewhere. So something to, to keep an eye on week zero, uh, heading into week one in the early weeks of college football. We got to wrap it up, Wager. Uh, once again, recap your uh, your favorite player too, quickly. Uh, I think UTEP uh, and New Mexico State, we didn't talk much about New Mexico State, are, are kind of the favorite ones. Uh, totals, you know, what we talked about is FIU the, the Tech. FIU uh, and La Tech being a high-scoring game with the offensive coordinators there and opening things up a little bit. Navy, Notre Dame. Vandy, Hawaii will as well, yes. I like Notre Dame, Navy. Um, USC, they don't really face anybody next week. We The one thing I didn't mention, sorry, home favorites of 30 or more in the first game of the season have actually covered 72% of the time since 2014. Hmm. So that's what USC's in next week. Michigan's in that spot, unfortunately, against ECU there. It's UCF, Michigan, Oklahoma, 
Man, I'm going to look at USC like we used to do Bama and just look at some of those like first quarter overs, first quarter point. You know, we used to do all that stuff. So, like uh, Caleb yeah. could get going here. I think they're the ones to, to do that with. So the last last year in week one, they beat Rice. You know, it's, I mean, San Jose State's a little bit better than Rice, but Rice was, I think, academically made a bowl game, right, last year. But uh, they beat them 66-14. to 14. And rolled up 538 yards. I mean, and by the way, they had 31 at halftime, 24 in the second quarter. So, yeah, I kind of like some first half stuff. Wager, let's uh, we got to wrap it up, but I enjoyed this. Maybe we can get you a little more time. We got to have you for more time next week to talk week one. So, let's uh, let's plan on that. But uh, good luck week zero. We'll keep in touch. I'm sure we'll be texting throughout the day Saturday and uh, keep me updated on those clocks. I got my I got two stopwatches ready to go. I'll be, uh, I'll be in my pen and paper or pencil and paper. I'll, I'll let you know. Hawaii Vandy game will be the interesting one because to see how that game compares to the one last year when they were running that with with Hawaii now more up tempo. Um, I'm going to compare those notes sometimes and number right. plays and yeah. Wager enjoyed it, man. Enjoyed it, Cliff. Thanks. All right, we'll uh, reconvene with Wager. Uh, got me excited for week zero. Joey, I know you paid attention to that entire interview. You were locked in the entire time. What uh, matchup are you looking forward to the most on Saturday? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it is either Ohio San Diego State or FIU Louisiana Tech. FIU, Louisiana Tech. 9 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. What is the total? Wager says they're going to score a million points. Let's see. Let's see what the total is for that one. Louisiana Tech has a former Texas Tech quarterback that's going to spread it out. Huh? The over-under <clears throat> on the game Yeah, is 58.5. Oh, my goodness. That is way too low think so yeah we're going for 75 80 what do you think the spread would be well i've already looked at we oh, just okay. talked about it that entire segment that you were well, paying it's attention changed. to it's changed that was a recorded segment <laughs> i like you joey <laughs> i like how you bite back um so fiu louisiana tech oh louisiana tech's favored by like 11 and a half see it's changed it's 10 and a half 10 and a half okay that chat might have changed some things one way or the other uh but that'll be a fun one uh late on saturday night and then the other tight spread or one of the tight spreads uh along with utep jacksonville state is ohio san diego state fox sports one seven o'clock on saturday you gonna watch these games no absolutely not what what are you gonna be doing on saturday uh this saturday what will i be doing i'll probably get start doing homework <laughs> on my that saturday night you know what cut no, your mic off again seriously if you're gonna oh, lie saturday to me night, actually, to no. my face i'll probably actually have like i'll probably have xbox going with a little bit of san diego or san jose state on the you got the two tv set up or you got like got a laptop lap- situation laptop TV yeah i got i think i have a an emergency tv but yeah i'll probably just go tv laptop got a phone too i mean you can if i need to do homework and watch the game the tv can be two three games yeah well you playing on xbox i like sports games really lately i've been doing a little gta craze but uh sports games madden what's uh what gta are we on now still five we're still on five yeah 
man six, six will be coming I grand think, theft uh, auto 2 and grand theft auto vice city are my favorites of all time i think man. i kind of stopped after that it was like san andreas but san andreas i kind of aged out of it by that point yeah uh i liked vice city though that's the first one i played that was fun great music great landscape geography good stuff all right let's take a break uh p mace patrick mason gonna join us here on the show as we'll hear from uh, mike houston donnie kirkpatrick and blake carroll from tuesday's practice got that and more on the way pirate radio live what game are you looking forward to the most eric m says nerd alert homework on a saturday night that's not a nerd that's a liar he was lying to me and all of you (laughs) i ain't watching football because i'm doing homework i i know your dad might listen to this show but come on joey no no he knows i'm not doing homework either (laughs) he probably he's a liar steve hill says i might make a trivia appearance tonight if you do steve can we roll you in on a bed like you freeze and you do the entire game with your thumb up like you freeze what a story that would be if steve hill could make a return to trivia that soon you going to trivia or you got homework i I am going to trivia i should be able to i heard a rumor that name redacted was bringing a team tonight so uh i also heard that db would be making an appearance tonight so uh should have a fun crowd come on out eight o'clock aj's and have a good old time more to go pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price swings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia has uh, can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. That means Superboy Patrick Mason's joining us. I got my grocery list uh, last night when I go to Trivia Wednesdays. Um, the wife always cooks something. And last night, Patrick, chicken breasts. Okay. Um, frozen broccoli. All right. But then a few things caught my eye. Two cans of cream of chicken soup. There you go. And one can of chicken broth like huh what's going on here all right what do we got going on here something tasty (laughs) so um and when i return home tonight at around 10 o'clock i'm gonna see what kind of leftovers we got and see what concoction was made it sounds like a good concoction those are some good ingredients you know chicken broth you said what chicken cream cream of chicken and chicken broth are involved so i'm in yeah i was gonna say you can't really go wrong with that yeah so uh yeah i don't i think she told me what she was making and it was one of those things where 
you ask a question and you don't listen to the answer oh yeah i'm i'm very guilty of that <laughs> like all the time <laughs> but uh i'm sure it's gonna be good so i'm looking forward to trying that later tonight uh yeah any soup escapades lately we need to know about you know i really haven't you know when you mentioned you uh, had some ingredients for it i was thinking i'm due for soup um i don't know i it just hasn't really crossed my radar yet but i'm, I'm definitely due because I, I really can't go more than like two weeks without getting soup like i don't just, we talk about this all the time but there just needs to be more soup options available i know. just making it who know? is gonna open up that greenville restaurant that only serves soup like a quick lunch soup yeah you know how they do like flights of beer they should just do like flights of soup maybe i'd be down for that um you know just just find a way to get soup inside of me and i'm ready to go <laughs> Yeah, now I know uh, you guys ever watch the show Archer. That's a phrasing comes up real quick. But uh, any way possible to get soup inside this man? Yeah, the fastest way you can think of, get it in there. <laughs> that, that's <a> <laughs> this I knew you were into I, soup. I didn't yeah. know you were into it that much. Yeah, I, I saw my periphery. Joey's just like, oh man, we got yeah, <laughs> because there's a lot of orifices out there. There are, there are. I mean, we we could count them off and yeah. name them, but we're not. Thankfully, this is not an anatomy class. Uh, you were tagged in a soup tweet earlier this week i saw that i was in on a george costanza oh yeah tweet where he's talking about soup gotta love seinfeld man there's so there's like a seinfeld for everything you know every situation yeah every situation they, they've covered some sort of you know aspect of it all right growing up we used to have um like a show on at night dirt while we ate dinner or you know like the family show for a while, it was Fresh Prince. We'd hold his watch. Hey, there you go. <laughs> and then it became Seinfeld. And so, like, my mom and dad, like, every, you're right, every scenario is a Costanza reference, a Kramer something with Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I just, I, this is so random, but when you said Fresh Prince, I, for whatever reason, watched an episode of Fresh Prince last night, or maybe it was like two nights ago. And it was just, it was the episode where Will is really upset at the the lunch, and it said BLT, and he's like, "What the heck, man? There's no bacon on this." And Carlton's like, "It's bread, lettuce, tomato." And, and I don't know. That's just when you said Fresh Prince, it just popped into my head. I love <laughs> random uh, memories that yeah. have no you know meaning or anything. Right. Uh, Eric says if Patrick goes two weeks without soup, he starts itching and sweating out beef stock. <laughs> beef stock. Beef stock. Mike P says, look at Patrick, goes and gets authentic Mexican tortilla soup, can't bring himself to have any other soup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, man. I I did have some good soup, and I was always knocking that soup ahead of, ahead of this trip, so open uh, some doors for me. Eric said, some people crave a powder. Patrick craves a chowder. Ooh. Eric, I get on you a lot for your bad jokes, uh, but you're a funny guy. That was a good one. I'll give you credit. And quick. Yeah. You're quick. It's on the, off the cuff. I like it. On the fly. Jamie says P Mace now looks normal size in that chair. Yeah, I'm back. We to got the you out size. of the got the perspective steroid chair. Perspective, right? I do like the steroid chair though. You know, I look menacing. Maybe Jamie says rubber band tied around his arm, shooting soup. <laughs> <laughs> Just mainlining soup. Dangerous. Sometimes I wish I could do that with caffeine or coffee. You know, but tell me about it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk some pirate football. Football. So, uh, when the coaches weren't talking about the commanders yesterday, they were talking about Michigan and ECU. Um, we got an update on the tight end room. We'll go Houston first, and then I asked Donnie Kirkpatrick the Bryce Williams tight end question. So, we'll hit those back-to-back. We'll start, Shirley, with cut four from Mike Houston. Glenn asked him about the tight end room. There's an injury to uh, the Savage uh, tight end, the, the junior and 
who moved from receiver thought it might could be a big year for him and he'll have a chance because donnie says he will be back at some point but tyler savage out so what does that mean for the tight end room cut four well i think uh the two freshmen are going to be really good ball players and uh you know we've prepared them since the beginning of camp to be ready to play this year you know both of them are very talented they're very different uh, obviously shane is a veteran and has looked very very solid uh so far uh during uh, preseason camp and uh you know really really like the athleticism of that room all right, and I asked Donnie the actual question Bryce wanted me to ask, and I even set it up. I said yesterday I was not going to say Bryce wants this answered. I was just going to ask the question. But then I thought, am I really the type of person that says phrases like 12 personnel? <laughs> like, that's not me. I'm not going to pretend to be that guy. I didn't play organized football. I played in the yard. I played Little League football, but I didn't play anywhere after that. I'm not going to – it's like stolen valor. Yeah, that's me like – Me using phrases like that. That's like when you play Madden and you're flicking through plays and formations and you go, oh, 12 personnel, I'll, I'll try this. Yeah, like tw- that's just not a phrase I use when I talk football. But a former tight end like Bryce Williams does use that phrase. He likes that phrase because that means two tight ends are on the field. So I said, Donnie, Bryce wanted me to ask you, if you line up in 12 personnel against Michigan, who is on the field with Shane Calhoun? Donnie Four. Right now, I think probably Antonio Ferguson has got the leg up there, but it's very, very close. You know, we got two freshmen that have just amazed me that they are this ready to go. Uh, now, again, they haven't played any game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tyler Savage is out for a while. We hope to get him back here in about a month, I guess. He was telling me today he's going to be back next week, but I think he might have been just optimistic about that a little bit and making sure I still remembered who he was. But uh, that's who it would be right now, Antonio Ferguson. I think all three of those guys will play, uh, and we'll need them all to play too. We uh, actually will may even play an offensive lineman in at tight end in some blocking situations okay, <coughs> like that. He'd have an eligible number, obviously, so I won't say who right now and give the scout report totally away. Speaking Thank you, Bryce. All right, there is Donnie <laughs> Kirkpatrick's answer. For Bryce Williams, uh, Fergie Ferg could be that guy. So you are that, – that's why you need depth. Like you, You're like, why do you have all these running backs? Why do you – you got four tight ends. How many of them are actually going to play? When one goes down, you quickly need four tight ends, you know? So that's where we are now with two freshmen and could get thrown right into the fire in Ann Arbor, Patrick. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you talk about depth, too, especially in the depth in the running back room. And if this team is going to run a little bit, you are going to be in 12 personnel. You know, one yeah. running back, two tight ends on either side of the, the tackles. So, um, yeah, you need depth all over the place. And especially when one guy goes down, that's why we have all these, you know, position battles. Mike Houston was talking about um, at Media Day Saturday. Um, very competitive camp because these guys at the, the kind of the fringe of the roster are, are really going to see some time if, if you get an injury like this. All right, I'm not going to put the voodoo on uh, young Robinson. Keelan Robinson, is that his name? Anytime we get a 6'3 receiver, I just I fall in love. Love at first sight. Yeah, as you should, right? It's just like no. receiver, but hold on. Receiver I, is the one position or one of the few you can look at and just go, yep, that's this guy. But I have been burned too many times. <laughs> I put out the, the bad mojo on guys. Terrell Green was my guy for eight years seemingly, and just never could could pan out but he looks the part i noted to chandler when we were out there for the first scrimmage he's wearing the number three i was like is cj johnson back this guy's big 
uh not as thick as cj but for a um i don't know a young kid keelan robinson looks good uh but i'm not gonna call him my guy because i don't want to screw him out of performing here at ecu that's fair uh, oh my hey my guy chase what's his, uh chase's last name Sowell. Sowell. Nah, i don't think it's that right here chase who chase Sowell. soul i think so it's, okay Sowell. yeah the first couple times you you so soul so uh chase soul soul I, I don't know chase whoa and also ryan king was asked about as well the uh the three young or new receivers i should say keelan chase and ryan and coach houston talked about those guys cut five from mike houston i thought they all three looked uh looked pretty good today i mean i i, and I thought um, you know, towards the end of last week, and then a few flashes on Saturday. But I thought today they they looked good. Uh, those all three of them, I think, will help us in time this year. And uh, you know, you forget Chase. I mean, Chase has four years of eligibility left. You know, he is a very young player. Keelan's not that old. Ryan's a little bit older, um, but but still, he's got a couple of years of eligibility. But uh, you know, I think all three of them we're going to be glad they're here, uh, and I think all three of them will help us at some point this year. I, I'm interested to see. I mean, last year you knew that C.J. Johnson, Isaiah Winstead, Ryan Jones, like you just knew they were going to be on the field for most of the snaps. And they were. Yeah. And uh, were able to be relatively healthy throughout the year. This year, it, it's it's up for grabs. I mean, I do think we'll see a lot of Jalen Johnson. I do think we'll see a lot of Josiah Hatfield. I know that Jari Patterson has received a lot of pub uh, going into this season, but you, and you'll hear when Don, Donnie's asked about Jared Gardner later. Uh, Mike Houston just said those three guys will be used. You know, so I don't know what we're going to see. Or I think we're going to see a bunch of them, Patrick, and just see who works out for them. You think we're going to see any Brock Spaulding? Uh, yes, I do. And yeah, that's the point. I think he's a good like, he, yeah, he was a guy last year I thought might get some more playing time than he did. Um, and yeah, so like you said, these guys are all going to find playing time, and you just need some games too. Like it's one thing just to keep practicing against yourself and see how they look, but man, you need to get some games in, and that's when we're really going to see these guys play and and fight for playing time. You know, if some guy looks overwhelmed in week one, you know, we'll try out another guy. I mean, that, that, I think it's, that's going to be a lot of that this season. This is my first time seeing this name, McCallum Wright, receiver, freshman. Have you seen this guy? I've yet to see that name. <laughs> He is no, not McCallum, right? I'm sorry, Josh Murphy. Yeah, Josh Murphy. I want to say was uh, yeah, he's from injured s- last year. Oh, okay, got you. I I didn't notice. Yeah, now, but he, he uh, high school was Mason, so there might be a little connection there. Did not participate in game action due to rehabbing an injury last year, and yeah, like during the off season, his name did come up. Um, yeah, I don't know who McCollum Wright is. He's a receiver from Broughton, a freshman. And we got a guy named Blue. That's fun. Yeah, I had, you know, while we're on receivers, I had an interesting conversation with Jalen Johnson on Media Day, and he was saying that he, sick brag. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we all did. We probably all got a chance to talk to him. Yeah. Um, but but he was just saying. I mean, I know a lot of guys say this in the preseason. You know, they're feeling good, but he was saying that there was times last season where he just kind of had a lot of nagging things. And yeah, he, he would say he couldn't really move the way he wanted to move. Um, you know, he said he's, he's going out running routes, and he's like, man, I know I should be able to get to this spot, and he was just having some issues. But he said this year in camp, kind of all that's been cleared up, and he just noticed that he's moving at a maybe more smooth and faster. So I'm kind of really excited to see him kind of step into that role, especially after having so much playing time last year. Uh, I spoke with him about that as well, Patrick, and came away thinking uh, 
I, pretty mature brag. young man well i had to try to top you if i could uh we're we're kind of friends no big deal but no he 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 recognized that i, I like how he's kind of taken over maybe as a, a leader mm-hmm. in that room so um looking forward to big things from him this year yeah and just like you mentioned that that leadership role he he was he spoke with a kind of a command of kind of understanding of what both his body should feel like and kind of how the tone should be set at this position i mean he knows himself that um even though he started last year there's there's a whole bunch of new guys vying for playing time um and i I think he was really excited but he also kind of set the tone that we got to go out as a unit and really kind of perform and help these quarterbacks as well as ourselves all right couple uh real quick this is a uh side conversation just saw an ad we're watching the white Sox game first of all i didn't know jason benetti was the play-by-play voice what else does he do he does a ton of stuh national yeah, yeah he did it at an ecu game okay. uh, last year i actually saw him you know walk into the bathroom i had to say yeah hi. okay yeah. all right so he does a lot of stuff for espn basketball football all right so tuesday september 12th you can enjoy a lunch with jason benetti and aj Przinski. yeah um notorious a-hole but if he's on your team you really like him he's he was a brave a-hole. for a little while yeah yeah um would, okay for, first question would you be interested in this lunch yes i uh, would how much would you pay how much do you think you'd have to pay see that's an interesting question i would if i had it like that i'd i'd pay like 100 bucks it's at the stadium yeah so it's, i'd probably do like 100 bucks all right no more than that just because I bet some of these things are for charity, right? It's probably a charity type of thing. General admission ticket, one twenty-five. You're not far okay, off. Okay, okay. Would you splurge another twenty-five? Maybe. Uh, and you get special opportunities to buy more stuff. <laughs> you can buy more things here. Uh, VIP ticket, two fifty. Yeah. Meet and greet with AJ and Jason. Uh, you get your lunch and. Oh, so yeah, the only thing you get more is the meet and greet. So you pay double just to meet these guys. Yeah. And if you pay regular price, you just get to hear them talk. Yep. You get to have lunch. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm at, at the point of my life where like I don't really need to go up to AJ Brzezinski and be like, wow, man, like let's talk about your days. Like it's just fine to maybe hear him talk and see him. I don't I don't need an autograph or anything like that. All right. Just curious. Yeah. Uh, just no. Yeah. Jason Benetti's a man. Yeah. He, he's really good at what he does. And I'm just glad he, he's a White Sox announcer because you get to listen to him like every day, even though the team is terrible. I'm glad he's still sticking around and they i don't know if you saw the news too i hate to get on white Sox news but they finally fired the vice president and general manager last night oh didn't see that yeah congratulations so i know it man we're having a little party now i'm just kind of nervous who they're going to pick next but at least there's some got the ball rolling here because this has been a tremendously disappointing season russ says so well is how it's pronounced so well. chase so well that sounds right i'll yep. go with that for now and uh we'll ask malcolm gray next time we talk to him let's uh take a break more mike houston more donnie kirkpatrick more blake harrell when we return pirate radio live on a wednesday and more with the chat boys see what you guys are talking about jamie says he's not sure the first game will be a good game to measure what ecu has considering the environment they're playing in hope i'm wrong seems like marshall game better for in-game tryouts I've already said it might be tough to gauge where this team is after a trip to Ann Arbor. Games against the Herd and the Mountaineers will definitely be measuring stick games for the Pirates. More to go with P-Mace after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. And they're open every day and have two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top of the line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol free high octane gas. Country Mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Need two outs, Patrick. The White Sox lead the Mariners on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. And that's not what you want to do. Yikes. Pitcher Santos hits Julio Rodriguez with the bases loaded. 100 miles an hour. And one out. And now a run score. So it is now 3-2 to two White Sox. And this is d- going to be disastrous. Here come the Mariners. My goodness. Oh, that yeah. one just really got away from them. Mm. Throwing up and in. Clearly didn't mean to do it, but Ooh, you know what? Wrist. This could have major implications if Rodriguez is hurt because he doesn't look hurt. He looks all right, but that's got to hurt. He shakes it off. Oh, he looks good. Looks good. You remember, and it's a while ago, even for me, remember in like Little League, you get like drilled in the back by like a 65 mile an hour pitch and you thought it was just the worst feeling ever? Man, Brad Sutton. I was <laughs> glad he was on my team because he was one of the hardest throwers in Little League. But, of course, you had to face him in practice. <laughs> Drill me right on the arse cheek, uh, the right cheek, which mm-hmm. I think is a decent spot to get hit because you got yeah. a little a lot of meat. But I, I thought I was going to die. I was like, take me to the hospital. I'm dead. I was good about five minutes <laughs> later. But that was a rough four minutes. Uh, there's the base hit, Patrick, we yep. were looking for. Oh, yeah. Suarez. And it is now Mariner's lead. Eugenio. So we got to see uh, – <laughs> what we thought we'd see yeah. turn on the white Sox game watch a guy blow a save and watch him lose yep i think it was monday night i'm like oh the Sox are playing late turn on the game is five nothing in the first and i turned it off <laughs> <laughs> what a dreadful dreadful year yeah for uh chicago and i love baseball it's like what you know when your own like your sport you really love and the team and when they're out of it so early yeah i mean i guess it's august but it's just not fun anymore you know no it's it like, can't be this is awful so is baseball your thing yeah like if you had one pro team you'd want to win would it be the white Sox? it'd be the white Sox. wow okay yeah. i mean even with the bears and the bulls um i think the white Sox are my team like i'll if they're good i'll watch like start to finish like 120 games a year like I'll, I'll sit down and just watch baseball what pro team would you have season tickets to I feel like uh, that's a different answer yeah you know that's a good initially i thought i would think football you don't have to you'd be there like eight times but football is so much better on tv I think like the stadium experience is fun to be there, but if you're not like on the 50 yard line or behind the end zone, you can't tell if a run goes for four yards or like nine yards sometimes, you know, if it's on the far side of the field. So I like watching that on TV. That's a great question um, because I was like, it's probably going to be the same answer, but it's not for me. Like, my, the team I would want to win most would be Washington, Commanders. the Commandars. The season tickets would be Brace? No. Hornets. Just the thought of playoff live playoff basketball would be awesome. It would be cool. I yeah. love a loud arena and gym. Play in tournament basketball. <laughs> the thought of stretching What's it called? What's that new thing they got? The plans are No, oh, the mid season. Oh. 
The thought uh, of a mid-season NBA championship. Cup. The NBA Cup. <laughs> the thought of an NBA Cup. No, but like, um, that's just too many games. But baseball, I think you wouldn't feel bad if you missed a couple games if you had season tickets. Because you're there 81 well, times. Basketball, too, now that I think about it. Yeah, that's what, 40? Yeah. I guess 42. 41. 41. So, but I, I like just the pace of baseball when you're at a game. You can kind of just sit in your seat. You can get yeah. food. You can miss an inning or two. And just, I don't know, you're outside. So I think my choice would probably be baseball season tickets. To really to any team. I think it'd just be fun. All right. I don't know. How about you folks? Who are your favorite pro teams, and what is the pecking order that you want to see them win a championship? I guess mine would be Commanders, Braves, Hornets. The thing about, like, okay, so Super Bowl parties, it's you guys go to Super Bowl parties or go to yeah. someone's house. It's, I got friends, bro. <laughs> it's, if my team is in in the Super Bowl, I'm probably staying at my house, sitting on the couch by myself. I can't like I, I got to stress dream that oh, scenario, yeah. but yeah, like I, I can't just be yeah. Trust me, the Bears are way far from that ever happening. But yeah, I, I just want to sit on my couch and yell at the TV and like because you know at a Super Bowl party, everyone's talking, no one's watching the game, the commercials are on. Like I want to sit there and like stress by myself. Oh, I'm with you there. I I used to be real bad about it, I, but now I'm a little better about watching watching games in public. But if it's a if the team is good and it's an important game, I'd rather be alone. Like mm-hmm. we watched um, a Sunday night one here, did a watch party, and it was only me and Chandler. And at, I I would get away from the chat at times just because I get so angry and so into it. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I got to be by myself, or at least around people who that are watching the game, that are into the game. Yeah, yeah. In 2015, I told my parents to just stay out the living room. <laughs> I mean, my my dad watches it, so he'll like he watch a little bit with me, and my mom doesn't pay attention too much. So I just kind of had the living room to myself. That's good. Yeah, but if you're with a bunch of like minded people who are also into it, then it's fun. You kind of get that little atmosphere. But yeah, if people are messing around, like I don't want to be any part of that. You know, for the last like eight years, I've gone to name redacted Super Bowl party. And now that he, um, we're no longer friends. Yeah, cut the ties. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen again. I don't know if I'll ever be uh, at that party again. This is way in the future, but we got to have a Super Bowl like dip snack draft. You know? Yeah. Come January or something. We need to do. <laughs> we got to put together a Super Bowl soup. Yeah, soup. Hey, it goes together. Super soup bowl. or bowl. <laughs> soup or bowl uh kenny curlings wants a cowboys championship and tickets and then braves and then hornets oh kenny (laughs) i would like a dolphin super bowl win please dolphins huh Mm -hmm. that can't happen surely that's just not in the cards sorry it is amazing why is it not i don't know you tell me you've watched more than i have it's just it can't i don't know the reason it just can't happen any more than the hornets can try to win something that ain't happening either we did add a sports trivia question was it last week about teams that have not won a playoff game since like in the last 15 years or uh, either way uh, it's just shocking to see the dolphins up there but i guess I it told makes you, sense we've been terrible for many many many, many years we've had good defenses we've had good offenses but we have never been able to really put it together however this was shocking too joey were you there when i asked the question about the four teams is it four yeah four was it? four teams that have a winning record every year since 2020 so three straight years there's only four teams that have had a winning record three years or longer 
Hmm. Obviously, you got the Chiefs. Steelers. Obviously, you got the Bills. The other two, the Steelers and the Dolphins. Wow, the Dolphins. And and two of those Dolphins years have been one game over 500. But it counts. (laughs) Yeah, it it works. Um, It doesn't get you anywhere in terms of getting better. Right. Not a good draft spot. You're not good enough for the playoffs. But you remember they fired Flores or got rid however that worked out, after a good year. Yeah. I I believe. That was the weirdest thing. And now I feel like they're kind of in a good spot. But if Tua gets hit on his head one more time, like... You know, you he, see might, Tua, he might be toast. <laughs> did you see him say, uh, tell Ryan Clark to keep his yeah. name out of his mouth or no, whatever? Man, that's the famous, everyone says that in sports, right? Yeah. Keep your name out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Or my name out of your mouth. Or my soup out my, of my mouth. My soup. Yeah, keep your own soup on your own spoon. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> keep your spoon out of my bowl. <laughs> keep your spoon out of my bowl. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. More ECU football talk, give away all of the fun stuff you love when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. And Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress, casual, or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington, Pirates supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. What did Trace Thompson do, Patrick? I missed it. I think he flew out. He was out quickly. Uh, White Sox have a runner on second, down one, bottom of the ninth, as they trail the Mariners on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board, presented by Dubuck. Is it weird that no one says it after you? Yeah. Would you give me a courtesy one? Dubuck. Thank you, man. <laughs> that's the oh, first sorry, time doing I'm, it. I'm Shirley's doing double doing duty. Double duty. Here. Hey, that's my first time saying that. How'd it feel? It felt pretty good. It kind of <laughs> kind of rolled off the tongue. All right, good. Uh, Shirley, when you get the video situated, let me know so we I'm can good. run some. All right, let's uh, let's hear some more. Mike Houston. He was asked uh, by name redacted if the Pirates will be in pads anymore in the practice this week. Cut six. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we need to be in pads uh, the next couple of days because you're gonna you're gonna go you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday not in pads, even though we are gonna practice on Sunday. Um, so you know, I think it's it's good to get some some you know pretty good contact in this week, um, really kind of sharpen up everything, and that way you can come back next week. You already kind of have a, a good idea game plan wise, and uh, you know you can really focus on you know fine tuning everything before the opener. All right, there is Mike Houston from Tuesday. So get a little physical work in, Patrick. And obviously you want to keep the guys healthy at the same time. And we'll hear uh, Blake Harrell Glenn asked him about how do you prepare for the physicality you'll see from Michigan's O-line. And, I mean, tough to replicate those things, but you got to you gotta tackle and throw it out there. 
Yeah, for sure. And this, I think before, maybe two breaks ago, we were talking about uh, this opening game and we were kind of questioning if ECU really can kind of evaluate themselves properly in this first game. Right. Um, I, I think a lot of the stuff to look at is just how well they get in and out of the huddle, maybe. Yeah. Just kind of get, get plays going. Um, check out of things. Yeah, some of the rotations, checking out of things, identifying things is a big thing. Sure. So I think there's plenty of stuff to evaluate, whether you know the score might be lopsided or whether it's not. I still think there's plenty of stuff we can evaluate and learn from. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, we were talking earlier about teams we want to see win it all. Uh, Karen Mason says Chicago Cubs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're already hungry for another one. They broke a streak in 2016, and you know they haven't been back. Look at this, P Mace. We see hey, at the go. plate. Let's go. And the White Sox have tied it four to four in the ninth. Runner advances to second. Benatendi on the throw, so they got a runner in scoring position with one out in the ninth inning. Uh, Russ says no women in my party. Oh come on, Russ! You sausage partying it up over there, Russie? <laughs> Uh, John Moody wants hurricane season tickets. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Those uh, I've been to one Hurricanes playoff game, and it was up there for the best live sporting event I've attended. It's electric in there with the towels. The noise is insane. Yeah, it is fun. I've said I've mentioned this story before, but my very first hockey game was the year that was Game Seven of the uh, Stanley Cup Finals when the Hurricanes I, won it. That, that's just. That, I mean, the bar was set very know, high. Like you can't yeah. top that. Yeah, I can't seven. top that. That's why I say, you know, I, I surely I only goes could, to Game Sevens of Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's, that's a good rule. Yeah, it's a good rule. I almost didn't want to ever go back to another game just because <laughs> you know the bar's been set so Charlie, high. Surely, I got Dolphins Bills tickets. You want to go? Uh, I'm waiting on Super Bowl. No, no thanks. <laughs> that's not. That's too. Little. I've never been to a Super Bowl. So. Shirley's actually never had a ticket for Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final either. You are correct, sir. She snuck in. Hey, whatever that, the, that's a story. Whatever the attendance was, uh, count a couple more. Uh, add two to that <laughs> list. <laughs> there were two more that, yeah. wasn't, that wasn't supposed to be there. Arg. Mike P., a suit made out of the top Super Bowl foods. A suit made out of it? Or a suit? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard initially. I was like, that could get both. interesting. Yeah. Why not both? So you got wings, you got dip. Do you, what do you, throw it in a mixer? I guess. I don't, see, uh, yeah, no, uh, no, no, no. Okay, all right. Look, we, when we take soup serious around here when Patrick's here, yeah, Mike right. P, none of that funny stuff. Just yeah, put it all in a blender. I don't know about that. Here's a question. Mike P. asked, would there be any non-musical Super Bowl halftime entertainment you'd want to see? Ooh. What is the name? Uh, I think they do a lot of Duke basketball games. It's like Red Panda. Oh, yeah. I mean, that stuff's interesting. I don't know if it's Super Bowl halftime worthy, but that's when she's on like the unicycle, juggling stuff. And Isn't that... Is, I'm thinking the right thing? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like... Um Maybe like with the dishes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. yeah but okay, doing okay. that well on a unicycle, it's just oh, entertaining yeah, yeah, yeah. to watch. But I don't know if that's super. How about this, Mike P? And I feel like uh, do we even have this anymore? Are, are there any evil Knievels out there anymore? Ooh, like a jump over through Ring of Fire or something. Yeah, about? like the whole field. Okay. Like you, you, you go to about the thirty, you jump through the Ring of Fire, land at the other thirty, and go to the end zone. I'd be down for that. Yeah. non-musical halftime act. I mean that'd be fun just yeah. something totally not related to the game just have like it's own little sporting event how about this event. whatever the teams are in the Super Bowl 
you have those actual things on the field at halftime so so last year it was chiefs and that would be problematic it would yeah <laughs> abc or right. whatever it was let's ABC. go back to <laughs> let's it, think of a different instead idea. of prince playing an amazing rendition of purple rain you've got bears and horses on the field and just see what the hell happens just put them out there and like they can just hang out by themselves they might you know charge each other i like that um if the what would be the what funnest about, matchups what about like a, yeah that'd be can you get like a lion i guess detroit's never jets and lions just get like a, a jumbo airplane how, how <laughs> about how about like uh you know like when you go to christmas parades and stuff they have those like miniature little um like the little trains trucks, or something like the little monster trucks and dudes uh, in the hats are you yeah yeah <laughs> and they're just zooming around yeah oh, but like have them race go-karts? each other oh. yeah <laughs> a race would like be a cool. race yeah mike p says how about a wrestling match like you put uh brock lesnar versus john cena just like during halftime yeah well speaking of wrestling did you see r.i.p terry funk passed away at the age of 79 did not wwe hall of famer yeah did not see that what about comedy is that too too big of a switch? Just watch like a yeah 15, yeah like have a like Chris kid. Rock come out and do a set yeah. or something yeah. yeah just a quick you know his best jokes for twenty minutes and Jamie said Shriners those guys uh, That's yeah right. the Shriners yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah have Cat Williams come out and do a fifteen minute set <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think bring the house down he he totally would I I do like the question though because sometimes we just tend to do the same thing over again yeah. over and over. And at first, if you change it, it feels radical. But then it kind of makes sense. Like, I th- I think the halftime shows kind of run its course. It has, and every year it's you know it's obviously someone new, but there it's like, what are they going to do versus last year? And everyone's yeah. trying to do something crazy. Like Rihanna has a ton of hits, like more than I even realized. Yeah, and we she found was, that out. She was out there singing her songs. And I was like, all right, Rihanna sang. She did a good job, I thought. And everybody's like, this sucks. This is boring. Like, like, what what did they expect her to do out of this? So, like do a backflip or something? Like, so it's like you said. Like, how do you top the last one? It's I guess it's not well, about you're singing. Always, yeah, it's you're about always, flying in on a yeah. rope or some crap. I don't know. Yeah. it. Well, I mean, you look back at some of the more memorable uh, Super Bowl performances, a lot of them really didn't go up too over the top they were yeah, just, they just great performance music. yeah prince. great performances prince bruno mars comes to mind um you two so some of the the you know the actual talent is you know their performances have been pretty good but you're right the ones that maybe don't have as much talent it's all about the show itself yeah. and how outrageous and you, you can do? get i thought rihanna's was very simple um she didn't do a whole heck of a lot you know but i thought it was well done the one that they did with the um uh snoop dog and uh, yeah, dr like, dre like and 50 cent and eminem and all that was, i thought that was great yeah i thought that was really cool it, the setup was a little weird for me because i just from a visual standpoint it kind of was a little weird but other than that i thought it was pretty good but, and it was my kind of music i mean that's my wheelhouse so i enjoyed it but you you're never going to get it just right you know as far as the super bowl halftime show no goes. not you can't please everyone robert says battle royal of opposing fans of teams <laughs> so like eagles fans versus the black hole that'd be fun like all that maybe like the the championship teams that lost those fans can come here and just battle it out jansen says the way to improve the halftime show is to get artists who are actually good 
<laughs> See, well, you have this to define all, good yeah, because again, everybody's different. Right, your your good is different yeah. than somebody else's good. Like yeah. Rihanna's talented. Um, I'll, uh, Lady Gaga is talented. It's not Gaga. really my kind of music, but Lady Gaga <laughs> has uh, some good songs. <laughs> yeah, you might not like that, but someone else might love it. Yeah. You know, if like, Tom Petty comes out there, there's probably a certain demographic that would love it, and also, other people wouldn't. <laughs> I have YouTube. I could literally search name an artist like any music artist ever patrick tom petty i just brought it up i I could search tom petty (laughs) concert and watch a million tom petty concerts right now yeah and it's really not going to be much different than the the same playlist yeah the future was wide open unless you watched it that year he performed and then it was stuck on his face for like forever yeah patrick you weren't around here then um, I re- I had bought a brand new TV that weekend for Super Bowl weekend, and when sure it, it was froze, uh, Michael Scott's TV, <laughs> <laughs> it, it pulls out from the wall. Well, it was <laughs> it was it, I think it was back in the day when like forty two inch TVs were like the rage at the time. It was like that was the biggest TV or something. And I went out and I I, I splurged and bought a new TV. I was so excited. I was watching the Super Bowl halftime show. Tom Petty comes up there and it freezes on his face mm-hmm. and i literally thought my tv broke and this went into the third quarter yes. I, I remember um and this was like our fox around here yeah some had screwed up and we went outside and listened to the game on pirate radio at yeah. our super bowl party because i guess it still had the sound right shirley it had the sound but you couldn't see the picture we, it like, was we might just as well stuck like, on his face go you guys party just had the broadcast on on the on the station yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah your radio home for the nfl pirate radio westwood one coverage. and will be again one. this year remember the i don't know if we could talk about this the westwood one uh, interviews with tom brady always at halftime with jim gray yeah those yeah. are always the most awkward interactions and larry fitz <laughs> yeah. was involved and him and jim gray got a weird thing going they do it, it was it was i think odd. it's called tom brady gets paid a lot of money to do those interviews yeah so he doesn't <laughs> Jamie says, how about Hologram All-Star Dead Rock Stars concert? But then we're, we're kind of in the same boat with doing this as well. I don't know well. about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Because then we're, like that. I said, it's almost just like watching the YouTube video and you just put it on the screen for everyone. He said, Jimi Hendrix, Tom Petty, Michael Jackson, Tupac, Biggie, John Lennon, but, et cetera. But then it's not them. It's someone else like curating the songs. Like, hey, let's play this song from Jimi Hendrix. Let's play this song. So I don't know. You're let, not getting the actual. Let the dead rest. Yeah, they don't need to be doing Super Bowl stuff. Or the presumed dead rest. <laughs> oh, Shirley, who's your uh, conspiracy? Who's alive? Oh, you know how it is. You know, Tupac's Tupac. still alive. Elvis is still alive somewhere. You know, I, I, you know, there's always that conspiracy theorist out there that, you know, somebody has gone underground and <laughs> into about... the witness protection program <laughs> and all that stuff. Well, now we're getting back to musical acts. How about uh, DJ Captain Morgan karaoke live in front of the Super Bowl crowd? But karaoke, I think, has to be partly bad, I think, for it to be good. Like, True. I other, agree. Otherwise, I agree. Otherwise, you're just getting, like, a concert. Like, part, I mean, you don't want it to be horrible, but I don't know. I think part of it's kind of watching someone struggle through something or singing off key. Like, I don't know if that would play on a Super Bowl, but I'd, well, I'd actually be down for I it. Think, I think people would tune in just because people have, if anybody's like me, they have a sadistic sense of humor. <laughs> and to watch somebody suffer through, let's say, don't stop believing you know it it's there's a there's a level of glee that i enjoy when i see someone struggle really hard in a song (laughs) jansen says how about a dodgeball game with hall of famers jansen (laughs) you want to see terry bradshaw and joe namath playing dodgeball 
I'd rather let, let me ask this question. No, I don't want that. Does, do you if you want this for an idea, do you any or does anyone watch like the celebrity softball game before the, the MLB All Star game? Somebody must. But I mean that's gotta the be like problem, the least viewed thing. <laughs> I don't know when, when does it come on? Because I never see it, but I see like yeah excerpts from it and i'm like well when was this on i never saw it bring back rock and jock please do right Shirley? i enjoyed Did, were you old enough for so rock and jock i don't think so so that was uh there was a station called mtv music television <laughs> i've heard of that <laughs> believe it or not they used to have uh music videos and stuff <laughs> uh man rock and jock was so cool they had softball they had basketball basketball they had the 25 point basket like 25 <laughs> feet above. oh yeah so you'd go in for a layup and try to hit that one. Um, but it was kind of like B-list celebrities, uh, ex-athletes, or athletes that didn't play basketball would play basketball, and it was fun. And, and that's music where my, uh, my jersey came from uh, that I wear during the watch parties, my Aaliyah uh, Bricklayers jersey. Hey, there you it was from. the Bricklayers and the... Um, Violators? Violators, yes. The Violators and the Bricklayers. And then the softball teams were called. Oh, man. Great uh, names. The Homeboys. Oh, yes. And the Away Boys. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Got to chuckle that up. And I yes. love the softball the softball one. The basketball one I enjoy, too, because believe it or not, some of these uh, uh, musical artists ca- can actually play. And that's when I enjoy it the most is when I see them, you yeah. know, uh, really like like queen latifah like stole the ball from somebody <laughs> oh, and I can't, yeah um, like a real athlete yeah I and i'm trying say. to remember who it was and he, and he got mad and tried yes. to block the shot and she made the layup on yep. the other end mm-hmm. i remember that highlight that you're talking about yeah um we will kind of wrap it up how we started uh because jamie says dan cortez mtv sports <laughs> that's the guy from the seinfeld episode where george meets the cool friend Oh, remember? Okay. Yeah, and he cool. calls him like dude, and he puts his hat <laughs> hey, back. Dude, yeah. Yeah. That's Dan Cortez. I'm down. Would be I'm, Dan down. Cortez. <laughs> I'm down. I'm way down. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Down. They, don't they go rock climbing or something? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. want any sandwiches, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is so. Also, good. a running gag with Stefan from uh, Saturday Night Live. If you ever watched that. Was Dan saying Dan Cortez's saying name? Saying Dan Cortez's name. I saw name. Dan Cortez at the club. Uh, Jamie says Flea is a great basketball player. Yes, Flea is actually a very good basketball he player. He sounds like he could be able to jump, right? That just seems hand in hand. Flea? Wow, Patrick. Even. What do you mean, Ooh, wow? That, that seems like a stretch, son. <laughs> what do you mean, wow? Uh, I, think I always hear Nelly was really good at baseball. Uh, I think he played or potentially could have played minor league ball. And he just decided, but minute. he decided to make country grammar. So. <laughs> <laughs> country grammar or play short for the Yankees. Yeah. Well, country, they country got Jeter, so I'm going to go country grammar. Yeah, not a bad choice for him. Uh, Mike P says he thinks this makes it even more impressive because it was a basketball player. He thinks that Queen Latifah did that, Shirley, to Sean Kemp, oh. the Rain Man. I'm going to have to Google, Google that. that up. we got to find out if it was. I have got Who to Who did Google Queen Latifah put on a poster? <laughs> <laughs> was it the Rain Man, Sean Kemp? Could have been. Steve Hill says, Michael Rappaport, good ball player. Yep, he was in a lot of those games, I remember. Now they do the celebrity basketball game, and yeah. they bring in uh, – oh, I do this every year when they – at the All-Star break, I read the list of celebrities and see how many of them we recognize. Are they actually celebrities? And No, they're not, and I'm at about like three. Like a guy will be on a TV show I've heard of, 
about that. I don't know. Remember the big and three? And you're correct. It was Sean Kemp. Way to go, Mike P. Good hey. call. Good memory. Remember uh, the... Hey, we got a, a, we got ghost a ghost walking in here. The door just opened by itself, Shirley. Yep. Again, there's, it's been opening by itself the last couple of days. There's some in powder, so there's someone walking around. Is there a... If there's a spirit in this room, <laughs> could you... Could you let us know you're here somehow? <laughs> Did you hear that? Whoa. We got to get on, what is it, Natural Geographic or something, late night discovery? And I'm the <laughs> amateur Geographic. ghost hunter around here. Yeah. Let me ask the Some questions. of those channels just went way off the rails. That is know? true. Like late night, there's just like oddball stuff on there. Yeah, like um, TLC, the learning channel, just yeah. became like just 500 pounds, 800 pound people. Yeah, it's just wild things. It's like, what? Uh, Jansen said, here's an idea. Take five fans from each team in the Super Bowl, do a fear factor type contest <laughs> to determine the better fan base. So you got them out there eating like bull balls and stuff. That's hey. just gross. Like, that's not something I would find entertaining. Yeah. I've only seen that show when it was on a couple times, and like I was just immediately grossed out. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not watching this. Like, they're laying in like a, a bed with like scorpions or something. I'm like, no. The only episode I saw was when Tyrone Biggums was in it. <laughs> That's from Chappelle's Chappelle show. Chappelle um, I was looking through shows the other night. You remember? Well, that's Fear Factor. What was the one, Shirley, on Sci Fi where they would scare, scare tactics? Yeah, that scare was actually tactics. pretty that was That was very Do, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I've seen that. The links they would go to like put those things together was pretty interesting. Patrick, good ECU football discussion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we, that's what we do in here. We, we stay on topic for five, ten All minutes, the time, yeah. and then it goes no, off you, the rails. You start out you know, on a paved road, and somehow you've drifted off the, the, the main the road, and yeah. you're on a dirt road in the middle of you know like you landed at bfe and then took a left and went about five more miles yeah i need to bring snacks all-terrain tires next time i come on here robert says how good was dan patrick basketball he brings it up on the regular um i've seen him shoot on his tv show and you could tell that he played a lot of basketball he was a d1 basketball player dan patrick that's be- like he was good like him he- and the danettes they always mess around <laughs> If you played basketball in college, um, you're pretty good. Yeah, you're probably really good at basketball. Like my father. He played one uh, season at Lenore Community College. Hey. And I don't know how much he played, but he was a college basketball college player. College hoops player. I got man. good genes, Patrick. You do. I was going to say, just looking at you, you look like you're a basketball <laughs> player. You look like you can sky a little bit. Just like Flea. Uh, Eric said, didn't Master P play for the Hornets? Yes. Percy Miller, is that his name? You are correct, sir. Played for the Hornets for a preseason. And then said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to switch careers. Well, here. this was post his career. He <laughs> what was, was his son's name? Was that? That little, wasn't Bow Wow? That wasn't Bow Wow, was it? Little Romeo. Little Romeo. That's who it was. They were kind of interchangeable. Little uh, well, Bow Wow and yeah, Romeo. Yeah, I, I always got the two of them confused for Way some too many Lils. That, yeah. that used to... That kind of kicked off like the Lil you know well well no little kim was the queen oh yeah little kim was the queen but then you had little romeo then you had little bow wow and then bow wow dropped the lil part just became bow wow and just became bow wow little wayne no longer a puppy oh my goodness and the mariners are doing white Sox plays and the white Sox walk it off hey change the game tim anderson smiling (laughs) no jokes i'm not gonna make any jokes Hey, about Tim Anderson I'll, getting punched in the face. <laughs> All right, um, Patrick, we'll let you run. I'm going to walk, but thanks. <laughs> I tell you, this guy's—he's on fire today. 
Uh, P-Mace. I like this kind of body. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like a feisty P-Mace every now and then. Let's uh, take a break as we do, Shirley. We will not open up the booty bag because we're, we're going to do that next segment. Are you sure? Well, I mean, I'm asking you. I, mean, I just hit the music because that's what I thought I decide. was doing. Yeah, we'll do it next segment. I've already done this. Right. And, and I'm doing bag. double duty, so I, I don't have but two arms. She's only got two arms, folks. I'm not going to make a joke about anything regarding how many body parts <laughs> Be I nice. have. Good for you. Good for you. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We're about to finish strong, DB, in the house. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hi. We were talking about non-musical acts you would like to see in the Super Bowl. Robert says a Chandler long snap competition. That'd be fun to watch on Super Bowl Sunday. Kenny says Trump and Biden death match. I will not comment on that. I'd only put on some list somewhere. So I'll move along from that one. Um, Mark also said celebrity golf is cool, especially when Bob Barker beats the junk out of Adam Sandler. Celebrity golf? I don't think I'd be I would do in like. That. Well, do like uh, Holy Moly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you that. did yeah. the, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. The I just want to make sure we crazy type stuff. Yeah, that was uh, created by Stephen Curry, but the idea was mine, and he stole it. Charlie, I think I hear you. I'm still you. bitter about it. I don't think stole would be the right word. I don't think like they heard you say it and then stole it. Mm-hmm. Or am I wrong? No, you're wrong. How do you, how do you know that? <laughs> that voice is from Danny Beal. Usually, I would make fun of somebody showing up to work at five thirty in the afternoon or in the evening. But in this case, like we are a man down, we're two men down. Yes, we are Chandler's two men gone, down. Joey's gone. Danny flies in, takes a seat at the video production desk, uh, helping out Shirley, who was going triple duty. And Danny, salute to you, man. I feel like Stone Cold walking in here. I feel like I need the da 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 like the grass, glass breaking. I mean, I was. It's so, it feels so good. What's that line that Jim Ross always says when? My somebody, God! Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> that, it can't be. That's Chandler and Clip singing some song. That's Danny Bill's music. I feel that's good. Danny Bill's music. Feels so good. Who, who brought him here? Yeah. <laughs> feels so good to be back in the chair. And you're um, a, you're a reliever. You're not a starter. You shouldn't be here at three o'clock. This is your time, this is to my shine. time to shine. I'm closing the game out. Three hour show, three hour game. This is about the time you'd go into a game. It sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so, God, it feels so good to be back in this chair. 
Push All right. it home. So you've been uh, doing a lot of study and schoolwork, right? Yeah, first week of classes, getting getting all the syllabus. That read. voice sounds like you've been partying it's a, a little. little bit. Ra- it's a little raspy. You've been getting after it. What's it to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your. You're not my dad. It's a lot of baseball. That's what it is. A lot of baseball. Good stuff. Uh, Steve. Steve might make an appearance tonight. Coming off back surgery, spinal. He says, "Will Stash make an appearance tonight?" At trivia? Oh, sure will. Oh, coming for in. the win tonight, buddy. Coming for the number one spot, just like Ludacris. Uh, how is it going back to class, Stash? Does it suck? I have nightmares going back to class, says Jamie. Oh, it sucks. I mean, you step foot in there, and it's like, God, I did not miss this. But last day of 16th grade was Monday. Very excited. I saw your sign. That was My teacher is Cliff Godwin. Teacher's Cliff Godwin. <laughs> I want to be a firefighter. Yeah. You got to chuckle out of that. Do you really have any interest in being a firefighter? Not even a little bit. I just couldn't think of it. I mean, every, they were said that everybody had done, like, professional football for a professional. Uh, right. And I'm like, that's kind of lame. I want to change it up a little bit, so... By the way, thank you for facilitating our interview with Landon Ginn. You had a little work in getting him I on the show. I have not listened to it yet, but I heard it went really well. I heard you asked for some dirt on me. My mom told me, apparently. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he said he stood strong with the baseball ties and didn't give you any. He did. And to be fair, I had glowing compliments for you. That's I, She didn't mention that, but... Oh, my goodness <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, she did. She did. She did. Um... Yeah, uh, he was he was good though. He's uh, was I was getting off the golf course. We didn't know if we'd be able to get him. And I said, "So did you get some golf in?" He said, "Do you think it's true?" He said, "I just sunk a thirty foot chip." No, Casey, here he goes again. <laughs> no, nah. I heard he was very well spoken though, which is very unlike him because <laughs> normally he's damn he's damn near illiterate. So, <laughs> uh, good luck to him. Picked up his first uh, win a few nights previous to us talking to him. So that's awesome. Uh, see Carter Spivey pitching well. Oh my so uh, C.J. Mayhew got high called a. up. Yes, yeah. to Tri-City Dust Devils, which high is a. the high A affiliate for the Angels. So awesome. he's up there. C.J. was wearing one of those sick uh, like Mexican heritage appreciation hats in that picture we posted. Man, that looked cool. I, you need one of those hats. It's like a skull smoking something. I think that's what it was. You need one of those hats. Yeah, I need Add one. Add to your collection. Uh, I think... Uh, I think I have CJ's number, but I don't think he responds to me when I text him. So, Danny, maybe you could help me out there. Yeah, I don't think he'd respond to me either, so it's okay. <laughs> Speaking of Danny, while he's here, let's uh, let's hear Mason Garcia. We haven't Ooh. played that yet from uh, Media Day, Shirley. Do you still have those loaded? Uh, yes, I do. Let's get Mason and uh, DB went one-on-one. and oh, let's. On, I got to find Mason. There he is. Okay, I got let's it. Let's hear it from Saturday. All right, Mason Garcia. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, brother? Good. Good. Um, so, how has the transition been? Obviously, it's you and Alex. But how has the transition been to kind of being thrust into this competition? And how's it going so far? It's been huge, you know, and holding holding set a high standard here. So it's like coming off of him, you know, it, it's it's real it's real big around this uh, this campus. You know, Holton was such a great leader around here, and his his character was really good as well. Um, but it's good, you know. He set a he set a high standard here, which is really good for everybody. Um, but it's been really good, you know. The teams coming together, you know, the, everybody has great character around here. So it's just going to continue to grow. Cool. Um, so a weird question. If you're playing pickup basketball, mm-hmm. who's your five? I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, let me go. I'm going to be in it for sure. Uh, I'm going to grab Jeremy Lewis. Okay. I'll get uh, Taylor Jackson. Uh, that's a big, I mean, that's a big group. Uh, who else can I get? Uh, damn. Man, I, I got, there's so many talented players. Uh, who else? Mike Edwards. 
Uh, who else? Uh, dang, man. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Uh, who else would it? I'll grab Shane for his defense. Shane Calhoun, yeah. Um, so, obviously, you guys are a very tight-knit group. Houston preaches about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Who would you say, it could be offense or defense, who is the best team in all team? Who's the guy that your car breaks down in Wilson and they're going to come pick you up drop everything you do? Uh, Shane Calhoun. You know, we started in Scott Hall together, so we lived together <laughs> since, since we got here during COVID. So, we had so many different, uh, you know, things go on ever since we've been in college. So, yeah, Shane's been there for me forever. And I look at him like a brother now, so for cool. sure. All right, last one. What's the attendance for the first home game against Marshall? 50,000. 50? 50,000. Let's do it. I'm mark, mark my word, baby. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. All right, Danny Beal and Mason Garcia. Danny, how did uh, media day go for you? Uh, your first ever asking questions. Oh, turn you up. It was awesome. Um, I, I was talking to um, a, a few guys out there, and it was weird because I'm, normally I'm on the other side of the camera, so it's like I'm the one answering the questions. But it was cool kind of asking, kind of have that interaction of player to questionnaire and me being the questionnaire. But, um, no, it was cool. We talked to Mason. We talked to Jack Powers. talked to uh, Deontay. Um, talked to Siobhan Arvell, who I went to high school with for a little bit. Um, lots of good interviews. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good time. It was a much bigger production for media day for football than it is for baseball. So it was kind of cool to see that interaction. Yeah, you guys go out there solo on yeah. the uh, stool, and we <laughs> were able to ask you some questions. But um, my one complaint is I wish it was about thirty minutes longer. Yeah, I agree. It's very rushed. I agree. And Danny went twelve minutes with uh, Tay and Jack asking them their starting five. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that was the longest answer of all time. It was, it was funny. They, they were asking i asked them just the five and they went into explanations for each of their five and i'm like guys just tell me the names and we'll move on like it's not but no they gave, gave good answers i do have a bone to pick with you oh boy i've already picked it with glenn oh boy so glenn and i had our list of people we were going to talk to yeah. danny your list was mason garcia uh um, tried to grab shane but he was occupied at calhoun the uh Siobhan, and deontay and um I had a list. Glenn had a list. When I saw guys that were on your list or Glenn's list, I would I would bypass them and say those are not my guys. I don't want to intrude. Intrude. That's a good word. And even when two guys are at the same table, I would talk to my guy, leave the other guy out so you could get him. So I do a one on one with Jack Powers, and I'm leaving Porte out because oh, he's not on my list. Oh, no. You're talking to Jack. What's going on here? Stay on your list. Stay in your Stay lane. In your lane. Lavar yeah. Ball once said. I don't know. I cannot remember if that was a Glenn just go for it and see what happens kind of thing. Which I don't want to throw him under the bus. I'm joking, by the way. I don't care. But I thought it was kind of funny. I need I always need something to get on y'all about. You know, it wouldn't be right. I did breaking news. Saw Micah Dennis yesterday. She is in town, in the building. She is breathing. She's alive. Believe it or not. Where is she? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Did you I, tell her to get to work? <laughs> well, no, it was funny because I saw her in one of the academic buildings, and then one of the teachers pops their head on and goes, oh, two Pirate Radio interns. And I'm like, oh, my God. Two named that sound legends. Yeah. <laughs> Micah Dennis and Danny Bill. Uh, man, I miss Mike. I need to get her back. I miss you guys, man. I'm I glad miss, to see you back. I miss you guys so much. I miss being in this chair. I miss chatting it up every day. I miss it. Well, uh, we'll get you, what, once a week maybe? Once or twice, it mostly will be Wednesday and Fridays because those are kind of our off days. And um, But no, I'll try to be in here as much as I can, whether it be on the weekends, helping out, or throughout the week, whenever I can. So. Well, good work, uh, Media Day. That was fun. Joey did a great job as well in his role. So uh, you guys are 
we 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 realized it yesterday when we were internless about how much to our credit glenn shirley eric chandler everybody they have showed y'all what to do they uh gave and then gave y'all the tools to do it so like yesterday when we were a man or two down it was like man we were missing the interns right now so no it's it's i could not be where i am in terms i mean oh, it's only been a month but i in life leaps and i mean i mean that's what i was getting at <laughs> <laughs> leaps and bounds ahead in my personal life and my career yeah 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 uh, just uh spiritually physically mentally <laughs> physically uh could not be where you are are All we right. gonna yeah go, go ahead shirley booty bag me up i need to give something away and we need to do it right now was it familiar okay well if it was familiar let's have lunch for two at tiebreakers all right lunch for two at tiebreakers on the line 317-1250 and I'm going to go with caller number eight. Caller eight can be a winner right now. We will be back with more on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And congratulations to John Moody of Bethel. Picked up uh, lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now back to the show. All righty. Shirley, this is a great song that I would never seek out to listen to. Does that make any sense? Like, yes. This is uh, take me home. You are correct, sir. Because I don't remember. Name and the name the artist. I'm gonna say Phil Collins. Okay, I just wanted to check your musical knowledge. Um, and it's a good song, but I would never like, hey, put on Phil Collins, take me home. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Does that make any sense? Well, that's because you're not the one that's running the music over here. It's me, and I am completely random when it comes to my music. You are very rando. I don't care. No, it's a good thing. You're eclectic. You got to like a little bit I like, of everything. I do. I, when it comes to music, I like a little bit of everything. My favorite song is uh, <laughs> Rich, Rich Man, Richmond of Richmond. <laughs> What's the one everybody's talking about? Uh, Rich, was it North of Richmond Rich or something? Rich Men That Live in Richmond something? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this. Where he turned down like an $8 million record deal because yeah. he didn't want... It, it, supposedly you he turned out by me or something yeah something like that dude take the money take the i guess he'll get run he'll get man. money from somewhere but uh yeah that's what uh chandler and i are trying to do with our group we got to get that one viral hit and then we'll make it big what, what was the name of your group again somebody called us broken dumb 
Yeah, Broken Dawn. That's which what is uh, kind of a Brooks and Dunn cover band, but I don't want to be pigeonholed into that. I want to be able to do other genres. I, I have more interest than just doing Brooks yeah, you, and Dunn songs. Although Brooks and Dunn has a hell of a catalog. You're like one of those artists that don't they or doesn't want to talk about the hit album they had. They want to talk about the most current album that they have because it's completely Hey guys, we want to know, play B sides every now and then. Yeah, we don't want to just play the evolved, hits. They have evolved. They have no no longer sold out to the man. Great Brooks and Dunn song that Danny doesn't know that Shirley may remember. Uh she's not the cheating kind. Uh, that's a very she, good one. You know she's what my, been cheated one too many times. Um, oh. One of my favorites is Neon Moon. Of course. Classic. I, I do like a Neon Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Red, Red Dirt Road, I believe, is the name of the song. Mm-hmm. Or some, yep. Red Dirt Road? Yep. Okay. Yep. You a country guy, Danny? You a big country guy. And yep. then there's one... I keep, I, I keep seeing like it, it has a... It has a church reference in there. It has something to do with the Bible, and I can't remember what the name of the title. The B-I-B-L-E? No. No, but I can see the video. It's just the the song is not registering with me, but that one I like too, but I just can't remember the name of it. All right. There you go. And there's your Brooks and Dunn moment of the day. Clip, can you be a music station DJ, hit the post? Of course I can. I did a... All day long. I did a rock show uh, on WZMB when I was a student ah she used to be mine that was a good one steve cast says mama we have a lot of we have a lot of brooks and dunn on the bp playlist so we get a lot of a lot of red dirt road a lot of a lot of my maria a lot lot of that me and name redacted used to always joke because for years and years the only place i ever heard that one song um oh god oh my international harvester, harvester at, the, at the baseball games yep i heard that at the baseball games and nowhere else in my life ever but ever. one time i did hear it at aj's and i got so freaked out <laughs> i was like oh god do i have a pa read what am i doing yeah, yeah that's funny <laughs> i swear i've only heard it one time outside that stadium i don't even who is it who sings that song um that is craig, craig morgan, morgan yeah, I, was about I, to love, say. I like the song same guy that wrote redneck yacht club okay um and i love redneck yacht club uh i was Oh, I forget the, the first line of the song, but I used to play it all the time when uh, we did the morning drive with Jeff Charles. I would play that song. Yeah. Jamie says, can we hear you talk up the lead and hit the post on the song? I'll, I'll attempt it here going to break. We need to take our last break. But uh, Name Redacted would always be walking up when that song would play. Name Redacted. Yeah. That guy. We might be seeing him tonight. Oh, I, and I cannot wait to whoop his booty. We're giving him some dirty looks. <laughs> Nobody's going to talk to him. He's going to sit in the corner alone. <laughs> Shirley. Yes, sir. Take us a break. Do we no. have a break? Yes, we have a break yeah, to take. Let's yes. take the break that we need to take. Do you need to take the post? Yeah, but we got a build up here, so I'm going to have to stall and tell you that we are just over a week away from the Pirate Radio football kickoff party going to be going on at the state theater <laughs> see i don't know how the song comes in i only know how the chorus comes in but we do have these t-shirts that are just 20 bucks and if you go to the pirate Radio football kickoff party you can buy yours these awesome painted purple shirts in honor of the voice jeff charles next thursday at the pirate Radio football kickoff party well done sir <laughs> 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, It was a good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 184 points at 34,472. NASDAQ was up 215 at 13,721. And the S&P was up 48 at 4,436. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal uh, look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now, back to the show. I've got to kill this music clip. Uh, No, 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 no. Please keep it going just a little bit longer. Sounds well, like, I'll let this be the closeout. All right. How about that? Sounds like more people go to ECU games than go to this guy's concert. Evidently so. It's like his backyard. Uh, Danny, Tyler wants to know your favorite place to eat in Winston-Salem. Winston-Salem, Winston-Salem. It's either Sinsen Burger Bar or Quanto Basto because it's an Italian restaurant that my sister worked at. It's pretty good. All right, Mamma Mia. Uh, Chandler, welcome back to the show. Hey, Clipper. All right, here we go. I don't, know, I don't even know the words, oh, but we got to all sing this here part. Here it goes, here it goes. Here it comes. See you Thursday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.